The choice is made. The traveler has come. Nobody choose anything. Did you choose anything? No. Did you? My mind is totally blank. I didn't choose anything. I couldn't help it. It just popped in there. What? What just popped in there? I... I... I tried to think. Look! No! It can't be! What is it? It can't be! What did you do? Daniel? Oh, shit! If you heard, well, if you didn't interrupt me, I would have said, you may have heard a scream and a, a, a ghost passed through your body yesterday as Bill watched this week's movie. And he's no more. He has passed into the next realm where he had watched this week's movie. Food you know fight. what? If, if you, this is off of April. I only faked my suicide quick so I could sneak into your house and kill you. <laughs> it wasn't so much suicide. I just said the movie killed you. <laughs> oh my god. I want to get I'm pretty closer. sure I told you to watch this in increments. I I was like you don't want to watch it all at once. This is the best of both worlds actually for me because mm. I'm the one who was originally suggesting this and then but you're the mm. one who chose it. So not only do we get the movie, but I get to blame it on you. <laughs> like <laughs> technically this is my pick, but I get to blame it on you. This is, like, granted, this is still a different thing than Victor Victoria, because we kept on pressing, like, Victor Victoria is not the worst thing we've ever covered on the podcast, but it was the most disappointing. This most hated. This is maybe the, this is objectively, I'm trying to think of, I mean, even, like, the Neil Brain movie, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of anything else that is just so abjectly, as miserably terrible as Food Fight is. <laughs> Um, this is something I was always, cause it's hard to do a podcast where you have a dedicated, awful, you know, entertainment part of the podcast and not like, what, not, not at least contemplate doing some of the same things that have been beaten to death by other YouTube channels and podcasts and stuff. And Food Fight for over a decade now has been, uh, ripe material for angry review, uh, YouTube channels and shit like that. But yeah. it is always actually, it, it's one of those things that, like, as much as people have made fun of it, it still looked as bad as everyone. Like, it's it's hard to be hyperbolic about how bad Food Fight looks. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so in case you don't know what Food Fight is, it is... Lucky you! Yeah. It's... <laughs> the fuck is... Just, go look for... Look up a... Tra I mean, assuming... I have to assume that if you're listening to this episode that you've... you've You've, if not, if, if you haven't seen Food Fight, that at least you've seen the trailer eclipse, like, you know of Food Fight. Uh, because mm -hmm. in reality, what it is, it's some Hollywood asshole decided he wanted to make the Roger Rabbit... A brand movie? Of, of, yeah, of food brands. So instead mm -hmm. of Roger Rabbit and a bunch of cartoon characters, it'd be like Twinkie the Kid and Count Chocula and Mrs. Butterworth and Betty Crocker having an adventure together and but but 
Obviously, some kind, of, some kind of all those brand deals must have fallen apart because there's like three actual brand mascots in this movie in the finished version of it, and yeah. the rest of it is it's mostly about these fucking made up mascots. Which reading about the history you know of this movie, I guess the idea was to like they would pack the movie with like known icons, but then they would they were hoping that like that like the the fake icons who were the actual main characters. Would get, then get their own brand deals and then become real world food icons unto themselves. I'm sorry. Go you know ahead. what this 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 movie proves really well? Yeah, it's hard to make a mascot. <laughs> you can't because just... uh, every single made up mascot for this movie is dog shit. It is, it is astonishing to find out that this movie was supposedly written and directed by someone who has actual real Hollywood ties. I forget the fucker's name, but the guy who produced and who essentially supposedly made this movie was, like, someone who, like, helped co-found a Lightstorm Entertainment, which is Jim Cameron's production company. And this guy is someone who still works in Hollywood to this day. He's, like, one of the producers on the new Mortal Kombat movie that's coming out <laughs> in, like, to H HBO Max this week. And I'm assuming this guy, I mean, he's just only, he's only had producing credits. So this is his one creative, quote-unquote, creative thing he's ever worked on. But I can only assume, unless this is a whole huge swindle, which that's entirely possible too, but I can only imagine this was like some fat cat money guy who never had a creative voice in anything until he had the idea to food, because everything about Food Fight is a hallmark of someone who has never had a creative thought in their life. Like, and I... I it's a movie made by the person that everybody says, no, you should do something. You're very creative. You work in Hollywood. You should do your own thing. Why produce other mm. th people's things? And of course, the idea that the, this guy had was the most craven, cynical, yeah, like, oh, I'll just do this thing that'll be like the world's most primo marketing opportunity of having all these marketing brands come together, and then I will create my own characters, and they will become even more popular than the established icons, and then it'll be Dex Dog Detective Serial, I guess, or some raising... Mm -hmm. And also, that betrays a fundamental misunderstanding how... No, no one's gonna come to him and say, hey, we want to make a serial about Dex Dog Detective... And keep on making that serial for the rest of our lives. Like, because no company is going to keep on paying licensing fees to someone else on a, an extended... Like, there's a reason why marketing icons are just like an in-house product of that company. You don't, like... I guess except... For, I, I mean, aside from, like, post-Fruity Pebbles, where, like, that's based on the Flintstones, so I guess Post has just been paying licensing fees the Hanna-Barbera for 50 years. I'm trying to think mm -hmm. of anything else where, like, there's a food with with a fam famous mascot that is, like, from something, like, that, that had to be licensed from an entertainment company. And I'm trying to think of anything else, but, like, and, uh, what, what, like, how many raisin companies would be desperate to have the shitty CGI mascot of a dead-eyed human being who's kind of dressed like a cat? Going, ah, forgot. the raisin called Sunshine. Good. <laughs> Why? You think of anything else in this universe that the California raisins would would want to put a hit on Sunshine Goodness for trying to interfere with their turf? And it's just, and I, so when I fired up this movie, I finally okay, because at least as of right now, as we're recording, there's a version. Where is it? Uh, Food Fight. What's the channel? Because I guess uh, the availability of Food Fight floats in and out of. 
uh, stock. Like, well, yeah, with the version I watched was on MacVids500. That's the YouTube channel. So, yeah, they've got the mm -hmm. full version uploaded there. And the terrible thing is I went and then bought a copy on iTunes just so I could watch it while we're recording this with the subtitles on because there's so many questionable uh -oh. lines. You gave this money? You know what the funny thing is? Because the production history of this movie means that because whatever the hell happened on the production of this movie, it was ripped from the creators and then released by the insurance company that, f like, because whenever, like, whenever you make a Hollywood movie, you're supposed to, like, get an insurance company that, like, if anything happens with your movie that goes so fundamentally wrong, they'll step in and take the movie away from you and release it themselves. And that's what happens, so... When you buy this movie, <laughs> instead of, like, the money going to the creators of this movie, it goes to, like, the Fireman Insurance Fund? Like, when I bought this on iTunes... On what? iTunes, that's a weird way to pronounce iTunes. When I bought this on, I, on iTunes last night, the receipt was, like, your your $5 goes to the, the like, National your, Fireman's Insurance Company or something like that. What the fuck? And so, yeah, fuck... This movie's a disaster. That's terrible. What are you talking about? And so I started watching. Well, I started for real watching. I was just watching it in bed on YouTube. Just to, I could not bother to get up and actually sit up in a chair to watch this on my TV. <laughs> but then, it, like that, literally less than five minutes in the movie, I had to stop it because I had so many thoughts about this movie. Just going like within the first five minutes, I had to like, no, I need to get mm -hmm. up, pop open my laptop, open up Google Docs, start taking notes because. <laughs> Oh my god. And this movie, even aside from the movie itself, this movie is a perfect example of, of, of something that is all the hallmarks of a CGI children's entertainment made by someone who fundamentally doesn't have the slightest fucking idea as to what they're doing or like what yeah. kids like. Yeah. And so I have a li list of these hallmarks that it's... It's not exclusive to Food Fight, but this is the sign you know that you're watching a, a kid's cartoon that is made by someone who doesn't know what the hell they're talking about or what they're doing. The, the, the first hallmark of a terrible children's entertainment like this is the rampant misuse of stock-motion capture animation with characters constantly moving around inappropriately and adult is motion this... Yeah, go ahead. Is this motion capture? Because they flail so weirdly <laughs> and so spastically. It's obviously motion capture. Because, like, everyone's doing, like... And, and it seems to be mostly stock motion mm. capture. Because, like, the, so many of the characters, like, moving around just doing the most generic movements. But not, like, anything that's, like, tailored to the specific scene that they're in. So you'll just have, like, fucking Daredevil Dan, the little chocolate beaver, just, like, breakdancing while he's talking for no reason just because <laughs> they needed to have him do something while he's... You gotta move when you're doing it, you know, when you're, if you're on screen. But the thing, you also have characters just not even facing each other the right way, dancing and talking and shit like that. But yeah, so yeah, abusive motion capture, and what I think is one of the greatest hate crimes you can do with motion capture, is you take adult motion capture data, and you just shrink it down and apply it to what are supposed to be child characters. Because there's all these little yeah. kid characters and little child-sized characters in the movie that are obviously just Excuse like little Excuse me, Bill! People. Bill! <laughs> they are Ikes. Ikes! They are not characters. Are... Excuse me. You know, I didn't even It's short for icons! It didn't even occur to me how hard this movie's trying to rip off Roger Rabbit until halfway through. I was like, oh yeah, they even got down to getting Christopher Lloyd to be the villain. Mm. And, well, and, they're, they're, and because it's Ikes, they're trying to do the tune thing. 
Which, that doesn't even make sense, because the, the, at least in Roger Rabbit, the Toon thing, like, Toon is, like, that's a riff on Coon, which is a whole racist epithet, and how the Toons are second-class citizens and all this shit. And, mm -hmm. like, just Ike, Ikes, they try to make it, like, so cute that, like... But, like, the kids are, like, baby Ikes, but, like, how are any... Like, if you stop and pause, like, that opening scene where Sunshine Goodness is playing with the quote-unquote kids, those <laughs> kids are so... And that's the thing, half the background characters in this movie, they're supposed to be icons, too, but none of them are, look like they're, like, would be the icon of a food product. They're just random, horrible mutants. The, CGI uh, Somebody assets. forgot to empty the trash of Poser, <laughs> and they just pulled them out it's of that. It's fucking Monster Factory all the way down. And then <laughs> take that, and you got these little Monster Factory kits with the adult CGI motion capture applied to them. So it's just extras. What the? Oh my god. Yeah. So that's just the first the hallmark of a terrible CGI kids product. Uh, the second one is facial animation driven almost exclusively by lip-reading algorithms rather than mm. hand-animated faces. So the characters are always staring dead-eyed into the distance while their motion-captured bodies are flailing about. Yeah. And that's... It's pretty... It's beautiful. Oh my god, especially Sunshine Goodness. Like, yeah. I was looking to see if at any point in the movie does she actually move her eyes. Because she is just constantly just... Like, she looks like she's blind. And she's just kind of like... She'll, she like, might be. I mean, if they were smart, they would have made that a point of the movie, just to excuse the fact. She'd be like, oh, Dex, you made, we're going to go talk to Chef Boy RD. But she's just like, staring. you know, I'm a dog, right? Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> and like, but she's just staring into the sun while she's saying this and her body's like motion capture dancing around. Um, <laughs> and the third point of all this shit, wildly inappropriate and often nonsensical sex jokes and double entendres. Mm -hmm. uh, which this movie is full of, especially with the sexy villain lady, and she like she shows up. I'm gonna need you to put some big air quotes around sexy. Oh my god! Well, that's funny too, cause like I like I, I'm assuming half the character models in this thing weren't even like weren't even like handcrafted by the people who made the movie. I they must there must have been just like a poser, yeah, just a poser gallery where they just stole all the assets from, and like she's just like the stock quote unquote sexy lady, cause she's just modeled so ugly and just. Uh, the, the fourth point of terrible CGI children's entertainment is old people humor, uh, i.e. jokes that you have to be, at least be 65 or older to understand, even to even begin to understand. <laughs> and then those jokes are told so badly on top of everything else that it's just like, what the f like, there's an extended Casablanca, there's multiple Casablanca riffs in this movie that if you're a kid, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And then even then, like, uh, nonsense, uh, no, Random nonsensical jumps in the story, nonsensical shot composition and character staging, and a fundamental lack of understanding how jokes are constructed and paid off, and what kids actually understand or, or find funny. Like, mm -hmm. there's so many things in this movie where just random things happening. Like, you, you get that they're supposed to be jokes, but they're done so... Like, they're executed so poorly, you're just like, is that a joke? Because it's just something happened? Like... Yeah. And, this, and like that—that's half of the shit weasel character in this movie. But uh, is... uh, the good thing is—is is all of the food puns are so uh, so hilarious that you are still laughing when the bad joke like, happens. Did you do a blow by blow note thing or? Oh yeah, oh, okay. I've got ten pages of notes, motherfucker. I'm almost done with my. These are just my <laughs> opening, opening oh, notes, God. just about the general genre of terrible movie. This 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 is part of, uh, baby boomer racism. 
mm-hmm. with the kung fu fucking hamsters and the fucking Latroy uh, dragon it's thing. It's a uh, kung tofu. Oh, thank you very God, much. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, and lastly, violently inconsistent tonal mood swings, like suddenly killing off your what stupid you little about? penguin sidekick. And like, what are you talking about? Stabbed, I guess. But he, going back to the way things are so poorly staged, there's like a like a mechanical thing that flies at the little penguin guy, and you just hear just hear chunk sound, and then suddenly he's dead, and you're like, what happened? And it's not like <laughs> the camera cut away to leave it to your imagination. It's just. He just kind of goes, falls over, and you're like, did he get, like, stabbed? Or what happened? So, yeah, those, those are the main hallmarks that so many of these terrible CGI kids movies have. Made by people who have more ambition than than money or sense, but... Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Food fight. Literally from the first second. Not even talking about the shitty opening title it- card that looks like it was smashed together and... And video toaster, nineteen ninety six. It's just what? So, what was you, it? What? Bad or worse than you expected? It. You know the terrible thing As is it's pretty much worse. right in line. Mm. You know what? I even even, oh, but even like I, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I literally feel like I have to take a shit right now a little bit. Like I'm so exacerbated by this. I'm just like. <laughs> so, did, I was gonna say, did you get a nice break with? From watching this with the vaccine shit. Yeah, because I just got my vaccine shot like the day before <laughs> we watched this, so I'm just like, oh my god. You're like, oh thank god I got diarrhea so you- I can stop watching this. <laughs> exactly. What did you think about all this? I feel bad because I've been on a, on a dietary for the no, last it's five fine. minutes, but I watched it in chunks, okay. so I don't think I was angry as angry as you. This took but- me four hours to get through yesterday, <laughs> and that's the front ninety minute film. But yeah, it's it's a a mess. It's an absolute disaster. It's it's as bad as everybody says it is. It's... But also, also some people have made it out to be worse than it is. Like, That's oh, thing. this movie actively hurt me and made me go insane. It's not that. that... I know they're they're intentionally doing hyperbole, but. <laughs> It's it's a, I mean even though I've I've already come out and said this is the worst thing we've ever covered on Tired of the Party, it is not like it's probably still not even the worst movie ever made. Yeah. And like in terms no. of just like sheer like it's still not like an Andy Warhol eight hours of the Empire State Building. It's not like like yeah. there's always something to be baffled by. At least it's not really it's. Not I mean, there's super, still it's not super boring. There's characters because stuff's enough, it's, happening, but it is a perfect awful April movie in that it's terrible but still entertaining in its awfulness, even though. It's trying to kill you with its mm-hmm. awfulness. Mm-hmm. It's it's not as like even though I've already said this is the worst thing we've ever covered. It's not as bad as like a Neil Brain movie where that's just like you don't even like what. Like this yeah. is at least still kind of entertaining. Like maybe because partly because it's for kids, they're still bright, colorful characters, and you've got an AIDS victim pretending to be a dog, pretending to save in this most cynical project of all time. Like the 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 the. the this food fight is so ludicrous. There's so many layers of lud- lud- ludicrosity in this movie of like... Oh shit, ludicrosity! Oh my god. It's like, it's a Matryoshka doll of what the fuck. It, that, that, that's what food fight is. Um, I like that it opens with the supermarket closing up at night and the the, the horrible human man <laughs> that's saying goodbye to the lady in front of his nice flat JPEG shop that he's closing. <laughs> that's great. 
it maybe Mar Marketropolis is where they store all of the stolen poser assets that they made the movie with. That's the they thing. Even this opening shot. Literally the opening shot. It, like I took, I spent five minutes writing notes. Like, cause I have like, I had creative issues with this movie right from the start. Uh, yeah. Lucky for you. Like I said, I actually, I did not take m m much of the notes. But most of my mm -hmm. notes I did take were literally about this five minutes, so I'm going to rant a little bit more than I'll be uh, quieter for the duration of this episode. But, yeah, uh, right from this opening shot, it looks like they don't even know if they want to treat the grocery store like it's a vast Walmart-style Mega Mart or a tiny country shop. Because yeah. Mega Marts like this don't close like this, where it's like one old man shutting off the lights while scooting an old lady out the door. Like, well, stuff like Walmart, stuff like this is 24 hours, so they never close. But at the same thing, they're, they're trying to treat it like this little old country well, store. They just got done banging, too. <laughs> Basically, oh my god. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, that would explain why it's just these two people, and he's just yeah. shut the light. Oh, my God. I didn't think about it. Imagine all the things the Ikes have had to see while this guy's gangbanging all the old ladies in town. Mm -hmm. Oh my! But yeah, so he's like shut off the lights and it, like yeah, he. I guess this this is the only one employee who works at this store, and he happens to be the owner, Mister Leonard, I guess. And he's all like, yeah. "Oh, I'll see you tomorrow," and she's like, "Oh, I'll see you tomorrow, Mister Leonard." And then of course he's like, "Oh, nothing." And randomly he, he just... turns around to walk inside and slams right into the JPEG. He's yeah, like, I don't what the, the fuck. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. It's a JPEG of a bunch of ding dong. That's kind of the weird thing is because like. Well, I guess Twinkie the Kid shows up, so, because I'm gonna say, there's a couple, there's a couple of food brands in this movie, like Hormel, and a couple other things to show up, but the, I guess Hormel doesn't have an icon, so I guess, but, like, it's weird that, like, so they got, like, they got the clearance to, like, get some brands without, like, an icon, so he's, like, I fucking hate this. I fucking hate this. So, and also, just the name <laughs> of the How can you hate it with the, the opening song about, it's a world in there? <laughs> Put a weird amount of money into the music in this thing, because there's a dedicated. <laughs> but it all went down the drain because it's. <laughs> I mean, none of the awful. songs are good, but they no. recorded like songs for this movie. It's not just stock music the whole time. There's a food fight theme, and that's what they're playing here when he shuts off the lights and Food Fight Town wakes up. I, I'm gonna take a step back because I got even problems with the name of this fucking the the fucking <laughs> Marketropolis is the least creative. Or interesting name that you could have given to the store, hence this world, because that's where the whole movie takes place. It'd be like in Roger Rabbit if the cartoon studio was just called Cartoon Studio Land. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like yeah, they on. couldn't even bo be bothered to come up with like a fun in-universe brand for the store that people might want to buy like a T-shirt of, like Pizza Planet and in, in, in Toy Story or something like that. Like. Marketropolis is such a bore. Like, also, that's you. No one would name a store that. But it couldn't be like. Why is it like Mr. Leonard's Land of Food or something like that? You could have a fun thing that's in the name of the store. And especially if you're hell bent on turning this movie into a whole brand of in itself, you sh the store itself should be this fun brand. Uh, but no, it's just Marketropolis, and that's the laziest thing that they come up with. Like, that's the name of the 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 store and the, the city, which we get to see waking up as i guess then he turns the lights off again <laughs> because the way we even though he's already said he's turned off the lights and we already see it's dark he shuts off the light and the camera pans past all the food aisles as also mm -hmm. it doesn't make i'm sure people have made i have not seen even though i know this movie's a huge thing with angry youtube reviews i've not mm -hmm. seen many of those reviews 
but I'm assuming it must be I'm assuming people must have made fun of the fact that like this is not how light works in real life where like you see the no. lights turning off like a one aisle at a time and yeah. just each aisle just and it goes in reverse because then suddenly when the whole land of food fight wakes up you get to see like the lights turn on but it's like like the lights well, you would expect the fucking buildings and shit to be themed with products but they're just fucking buildings they're just and that's the other thing it's just, they're just buildings you think half the fun would be like okay the aisles i mean you get the idea that the you know the icons they live in the food aisles and so and like but no like i'm watching it now it's radio city music hall it's just a like the aisles aren't aisles it just turned and like there's city streets with cars and shit like they don't even try to like so and later and this this gets extra confusing too because there's a point where the characters try to go to quote unquote in the real world where they're trying to cross the aisles but then suddenly that version of the world it's now back to it's tiles floors and the aisles just like like cans of food and stuff like that but from there like from their perspective it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just egregious world building just from a yeah. visual perspective and they, they keep showing characters what? like look at this and it, like kung tofu and this fucking frog with a crown that farts <laughs> no, what is what is this, man? So you these are your big characters that you want to introduce? I guess uh, this I'm just, I can only imagine this is a product of <laughs> it's a product. It's a product of most of their licensing deals falling through. Uh I remember reading something about how with uh, there's an interview with one of the animators who said like the 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 brown he just cried and said I'm so <laughs> sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> calling from a suicide prevention center. Uh <laughs> Like the brown bat character who is hitting on Daredevil Dan whenever he mm -hmm. shows up, that was supposed to be Count Chocula. But then I'm sure that I'm sure the brands would have loved that. So you're gonna make him horny. You're gonna make for him eating a chocolate squirrel because the movie was made by Baby Boomer. So I guess because it's a vampire, it's 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 like interview with a vampire. So he's got to be gay, I guess. I guess. That's the baby boomer logic there? But the, literally mm. the first character you get to see is this fucking bat character voiced by wannabe fucking Rich Little. It's not Rich Little, but it's like... No, it's, um, uh... And that's oh, the, it's, it's a guy. You, you know the voice. And like, it's you've Larry seen Miller. Yeah, and you've seen that guy and stuff. He's a yeah, big he's done guy. good work. He's a funny guy. Well, that's a weird thing. Cause I this, this, has a, this has a big cast. Well, <laughs> not big cast, quote-unquote. No, it's mean, got that, a known cast. It actually kind of does have, like... The cat, the, I mean... It has a better cast than you would expect this movie to and have. And that's one of those things where, like, yeah, at some point before they started making the movie, they had some money, and they must have spent most of the money on the on the cast. Not to say it's an expensive cast, but before people got to see what the movie was going to look like, they, that's when they must have signed on. Uh, but, yeah, and, 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 and not to say Wayne Brady's a huge catch, but Wayne Brady... Actually, Wayne Brady's the he best He was part probably of the a huge cast at the time. Yeah, well, especially because this was, like, 2005, and this would have been, like, right after uh, fucking the Chappelle show when Wayne Brady's star was really on the rise. But, um, but yeah, so there's actually some people in this movie. And, well, I guess the whole kerfuffle about this movie is, like, they started making a version of this movie that was supposed to look better, but then someone supposedly stole that version of the movie, so they had to rebuild it from scratch with, like, $5. That sounds like some bullshit. Something happened here where, like, the producers must have just absconded with the money and just... Nobody wants to steal this shit. No, who's gonna steal this? It's fucking... Who's gonna steal this? It's fucking garbage. 
But you can't save this. But so, like, this is your introduction to the characters, and the first half dozen characters you see are not food icons. There's this fucking yeah. made-up rat. There's a random fucking farting frog. And like, it splashes Mr. Clean, and he's all. At least with the chocolate bat, I can go like, okay, maybe I could see how that's supposed to be like this universe's version of Count Chocula. Why but is he balding? <laughs> A sight. <laughs> who the fuck? Like, I. It is so such a weird. Bad balding with a comb over. It is such a weird flex. But what is it? Uh, uh. Then there's the Chinese dragon who's in front of like the like Chinese temple who just yeah kung tofu kung tofu. But then suddenly the, that does the like I don't know if it's a gag or what, but like the camera zooms in on the dragon and is I guess he's teaching a bunch of people in front of his temple like a bunch of kung fu stuff and then suddenly he tries to run away from the camera for no reason yeah and he does that was funny with his neck stretching and it's never explained like it's a joke but like it's not a joke like what like no. <laughs> and so and like yeah i don't know what this theme it's, it's again it's matrice cathals of like what why is why is any of this happening and so it finally okay go my poo-poo, mm -hmm. it hurts. A poo-poo? Oh, no, 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 I guess the first I actual icon you get to see is Mr. Clean, because the farting frog... Yeah, the farting frog splashes him, yeah. And that's the one joke in this movie that could have been funny if it had been executed well is the Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean doesn't even get a chance to talk, he just gets dirty enough. <laughs> Anytime he shows yeah. up, he just shows up to get dirty, which I thought was funny. <laughs> but mm. it's not, like, funny within the film, but I get, like, what they were going for. I hate yeah. this. I hate this. And now it's... The introduction of our well, hero. Of, of Dex Dog, Cinnamon Sleuth Cereal is his brand. And why is the cinnamon cereal pink and blue? Who never knows? And his, the saying is the secrets inside. I, what does what that does have that to do mean? with cinnamon cereal? Yeah, who knows? What? Whatever. That's not a cereal slogan. What does that... Mm. Like, unless there's like... Well, I guess, you know, the funny thing... If is he like, was, like, Gushers or something, maybe. <laughs> it's, it's uh, you know, the, the horrible thing is because I bought it on iTunes. It's actually kind of an HD copy, and you actually, it actually is appreciable. Like, you'd actually see details you don't see in the YouTube version. His cereal is, like, blue blobs with, like, pink... Pink question marks? And so I guess mm. they're trying to work in, like... But, like, the secret... What... Oh, the funny thing... Let's see, the secrets inside is obviously supposed to be his catchphrase. A... That doesn't make any sense for a uh, catchphrase for a serial mascot. B, what the fuck does that mean? Because he keeps on saying it throughout the film, and I thought that at the end of the movie they would explain it or become like part of the, nah. his arc as the character. But no, it's just the thing he just says at people. And I can get to see, and it's just a weird platitude. I guess it's supposed to be like, oh, the secret's inside you, baby. It was inside you all along. But it's not even uh -huh. like, I guess you have to like glean that because the movie never specifically articulates that. Yeah. Is it unless, or you could just assume that because he's a dog, he's got a little red rocket. Is he talking about his red rocket is the secret? <laughs> and also, <laughs> oh, no. even with the sign for his own cereal, which again is supposed to be the end cap of a cereal aisle, it's just a building in the middle of this street. So mm -hmm. he, again, from us, even from like, oh, this is a store thing, it makes no sense. But he's like, they also, they also misspell the phrase, the secrets inside. There's supposed to be an nice. apostrophe there. But no, it's just the secrets inside. It just, they uh, nice. don't even understand how English works. Anyway, you go They're talk. On, he's, on, he's on top of a balloon. There's a rat with a basket of kittens. Is that um, what that is? Some, they some testicles you... and geese all squaring off. <laughs> you hear the meowing, the... but from the basket, the... but you never really, they never stop to show what's they in the basket. They never move. No, yeah. they don't animate the cats. Yeah. Uh, they, um, the, the fat 
the the rat is called Fat Cat. The Fat Cat Burglar, but it's a giant. Voiced rat. by Harvey Feinstein for someone. Firestein? Well, again, they got a couple bucks. Not that it takes I a guess. lot of money to get Harvey Feinstein to crawl out of his hole, but like, what are these testicle hairless hamsters? <laughs> mascots for and because it's they're all driven by again it's motion capture but the character models are just like hairless chicken mcnugget testicle things like and, and the character models were not designed with like human motion capture in mind the, the characters are just clipping through each other the whole time and they're just writhing and yelling at them of course because they're supposed to be asian they have giant buck teeth and I guess these characters mm-hmm. are supposed to be this world's, like, Ninja Turtles, because they're, like, you know, they're kung fu, and they have the color-coded things. But they're just constantly screaming at each other? I am sh- yeah. I, There's got to be a cut of this movie. I mean, they're yelling at each other, but they're not quite doing, like, ching-chong bullshit. But I'm sure... I'm, I, I, I wonder if someone had to talk the director out of this movie out of that, because that totally seems... Like, it's already... Like, the, the tofu dragon already kind of does that, and I kind of wonder if they had to... Oh, fuck. But, yeah. So, but, yeah, for some reason, Dex is on a balloon... <laughs> with a fat cat burglar who's not a cat with these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle testicle rodents just gyrating and dancing and motion capturing at him. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. And he, po- he pops a raisin in his mouth even though grapes are poisonous to dogs. But you know, whatever. I guess they're Ikes, it doesn't matter. This is the one, so he has a conversation with the fucking fat cat burglar where he's like, oh, I'm going to take you in. Oh, what does it say? Oh, the Fat Cat Burglar says, You're gonna fall here, Dex Dog Detective. Or should I say pushed? And then Dex Dog Detective says, If only had a reason for every time I've heard that one. Like, mm-hmm. that's not a report. Is everyone always saying, Or should I say be pushed at him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that, his comeback. And so I guess they're trying to establish, like, his favorite thing is raisins with this scene. So that's why he says that, because he literally pops the raisins. Yeah. And I guess yeah. you could assume that he likes raisins because he's he's fucking a raisin cat lady. Yeah. And, but that never becomes a thing with that. It's just a ra- it's just utterances in the movie. Like the like even the conversation, like what they're saying back and forth between each other makes no again perfect hallmark of someone who doesn't understand how basic storytelling works. That like what the people are saying to each other just doesn't track. But it's so but it's just an excuse for him to pop a raisin. I did I did think it was cute. Go ahead, you you, you yeah you talk. He pulls out a little sword, a martini glass type dealy bob that you get in your drink. I actually thought that was cute because it's got an olive yeah. stuck onto it. Yeah. yeah. And he pops the balloon and he falls through the sky like a cardboard cutout. <laughs> just not, it's just t- stiff as a board. Grabbing I, the kittens as he does. I wonder. Why try to animate it? Why? <laughs> why bother? Why? It's a cartoon. Why try to animate I almost wonder if these are like the last two shots they completed in the film. Because he suddenly ter- turns into a cardboard cutout of himself, and it looks like something from Saturday Night Live animation poking fun of something like this, where, yeah, the cats are flying through the air, and he just kind of, like, <laughs> his, his, his cutout flies towards the cats. I hate and this! We, I hate We're introduced this. to the music motif of... We're gonna hear 1,000 times in this... It's I, I was gonna of... call it a movie or a film, but it's not really that. I did see this, this person cinematic who wrote this, disaster. This person who uh, wrote the music for this movie, uh, their biggest claim to fame, aside from scoring this movie, as they are now the person who now scores all of Seth, Seth MacFarlane's cartoons. After the original um... guy who scored all of Seth MacFarlane's cartoons finally quit, that's what this guy is now doing. He took his place. Mm. Oh yeah, music extraordinaire, and uh, we also forgot to mention the Dex Dog Detective. Also, mm. this also brings another question. He's just, he's dressed just like Indiana Jones. 
Yeah. Also, how did this... voiced by Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. How mm-hmm. did they ever think that someone else is going to license this character when it's already copyright infringement against Indiana Jones? Yeah. Like, and also... I don't know. The way he's molded, his arms look like dog turds, like inflated dog turds. So Everything because, in this movie, it looks like a turd. Because it's Indiana Jones, I guess he uses, like, a pricing gun sticker thing to, like, mm-hmm. leash... Like, to, to grab on to, like one of the buildings so like he can swing himself softly to the ground with I guess you're so supposed to assume it's kittens inside the basket even though you never really get to see him. I hate it. <laughs> what? Why? It. And then the basket as soon this? as he touches he lands on the ground and the next shot the cats are gone and it's never it, it's never mentioned again. Come on. Oh, oh, this is God. great. It's super deluxe. I do like the hamsters are crashing to the ground while he's talking to people when he lands. I like that he flies into the middle of some random field out in the middle of nowhere, and there's already a crowd of people there already jumping up and down to celebrate him landing. And And an interviewer that's like, you did great, super great. What's your secret? The secret's inside. He lands in the next scene. That's what. That's the best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, the fucking bird lady who asks him what the secret is, randomly asks him the secret just so he can say his catchphrase, which is said for no reason. Mm-hmm. That's Christine Baranski, who we saw. She was like the sexy older who in, in the Grinch movie. Yeah. And she's in stuff. She's like known. She's a known person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and I hate so. It. I hate it. What the fuck is this? The secrets inside. And then everybody just walks away, and the yeah, people left there do, with. And suddenly, the a, a squirrel made out of poop appears. Oh man! And he, and he tells him the secret is that he's actually really scared out of his mind because he's gonna pop the question to his lady. He's got a four carat ring, and it's just four carats in a circle around a ring. It's that's what that is. I mean, I appreciate the brazen sloppiness and laziness of that joke at a certain mm. level. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing about my original note was like, oh yeah, it's a poop squirrel. Because mm-hmm. also when he like he does a crying thing where it looks like diarrhea is flying out of his face. And like, <laughs> we don't even get to call him poop squirrel because a literal shit weasel shows up later. Like as if, as if to be like, hey, everyone who wants to tear this movie down, you, if you want to call the black squirrel character the poop squirrel, guess what? We're going to have a legitimate, actual, slimy shit monster show up in a couple minutes, but... Yeah, but yeah, Dan. Daredevil Dan, who is, we ne- it's le- totally left to our imagination what he's supposed to be the spokesperson for. He's some kind of yeah. chocolate thing, because he keeps on talking, well, because he's voiced by a black guy, he keeps on talking about chocolate and how ladies love chocolate. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it just pauses some- on the scene where fucking the kids show up. <laughs> well, yes, there are suddenly a group of children and a nightmare cat lady, like five feet from them, playing ball. Yeah. With a melon, kicking it, playing hacky sack. And you can tell the ball is on a completely different layer from everybody else because at one point it passes r- in front of a kid's head yeah. when it should be behind them. Yeah. Because I can't it. even be like, why even bother you and try? And it, the ball's she- like a JPEG or something. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's. Yeah. Oh. Her name is Sunshine, which is accurate because if you look at her for too long, you will go <laughs> blind. I just, I know. She tells death. I just, why does she need... My heart, is the she... way you love my l- raisins, tough guy. She... You gross. Oh, God, yeah. Double, uh, unnecessary double entendres in a kid's film. I guess she's a cat just because he's a dog? Is that the only thing? Because there's absolutely no reason for her to be a cat lady. Who, you unless... think they thought about that? I mean, and, like, unless, unless you're just really worried about the bestiality suggestion here, but I... 
The pee-pee in my poo-poo. The pee-pee in my poo-poo. Oh. Oh. I'm just literally so, just watching okay. her. We gotta, like, stop. Let's move because we I'm gotta just, move. I got ten pages of notes. I, I, you know, my We're notes are officially I, because I'm now I'm done with my notes. Now I'm just staring at Gog at like the motion capture. Everything every against that, each other. Okay, everything yeah. about the way they flirt is awful to watch. It is just they go to a nasty. table in the middle of a clearing. I guess a moose is there. I don't know what he is. And he he gives them food. He's like an Italian moose, so he's always yeah. just like, "Hey, boss." Yeah, he <clears> puts ice cream on. She or there's ice cream on a plate. She scoops it up with her first two fingers, and points it towards Dex and says, "Want a lick?" And he's like, "Yeah." Hey, Ruby, don't be horny on Maine. I thought it was gonna be a joke about how he can't eat chocolate or something, but no, it's just horny on Maine. But like horny in a way that like is that he just to be wants to suck on her fingers? Oh no! Also, dogs oh, can't no. suck; they can only lick. You can't get a good. Have you ever tried to get a blowjob from a dog? It's impossible. All then how do they laugh. nurse, Bill? Uh, when they're puppies. Actually, that's a good question. Because they don't have <laughs> lips! I'm going to have to do some science on this. Oh no, you know you're not. <laughs> anyway, I'm so done he, talking about He tries to ask her to marry him. <laughs> okay, before right, he can, yeah. that ding-dong squirrel flies a plane over them, and then he draws a skit, uh, an image in the sky of Dex proposing. It but be. she is dumb as dirt, and is like, <laughs> What's he drawing? But he saved, because he he didn't draw the ring in Dex's hand, because he saved that for last, because he wants to do the loop-de-loop. -loop. Not the loop-de-loop, -loop, Bill! He never does the loop-de-loop! -loop. God, what's, there's something else where someone doing a loop-de-loop -loop is a bit, it was like DuckTales or something where, like, that's their plot arc, is like, being able to do the loop-de-loop -loop and they Whatever to... it was, it was better than the... <laughs> was it Iron Man or fucking Rocketeer or something like that? He anyway. crashes. Because he always fucks it up. And she's going to go check on him. Because when in doubt, do the right thing and it'll always turn out. And, she and that's skips her away. catchphrase, yeah. And I guess time passed because now Dex is standing next to Dan. This talking is, about how she vanished hours ago. This is a perfect uh, sh showcase for how someone doesn't even understand how basic scene construction goes. Because she literally says, oh, we got to go help Dan. And mm -hmm. then literally the next shot is... Daredevil Dan is standing Dex next to her? Dex. Well, we don't even get to see what happens. She says, we gotta go help Dan. Well, I gotta go help Dan. And then literally the next shot is D Doc Dex Doc De Detective standing next to Dan. And Dan's going, where was Sunshine? Goodness. What? Because like, like, the way you construct that scene is... <coughs> the way you should construct it, so it makes sense, is that you have Sunshine Goodness. She skips off to go... F uh, go find Dan, and then you do like a little, a little bit of a scene transition, you do either crossfade, or you cut to a, an establishing shot just to show like there's a little bit of a passage time, and then you uh, cut to uh, Daredevil, uh, 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 Dex Dog Detective hanging out with Dan, and the, he shows up and he's like, hey, where's Sunshine Goodness? No, the movie doesn't do that, it just literally cuts, so it, fe it feels like it's like the next, like it's part of the same scene, mm -hmm. and... How the hell she gets lost in between? Because, like, they're in the same field. They're standing in front of the same building where they just had the whole romance dinner. So, just from a staging perspective, it's just makes... Oh, my God. So. Yeah. Um, it's getting late or early <laughs> because of, oh, like, yeah. as soon as the supermarket opens, they gotta go. And, um... He says they gotta be out of sight before the market opens because you wouldn't have gotta be able to be seen by humans. 
So you can always ask her tomorrow night. It's not like it's the last time they're gonna see sunshine. Six months later, there's a way you could have made that cut like funny, where you know, like, but like, it's just like, wait, six months later, like, what? And Brent, mm hmm. And also, this is the one part of the movie where they establish, okay, like, everyone has to go into hibernation whenever daybreak starts. And they never established exactly why, because obviously they're, they're trying to play by Toy Story rules where. Uh, humans are not uh, can't be allowed to be to see the icons and i thought there would be a thing of like maybe a toy story thing where like all the icons suddenly disappear so if, if a human looks at them but no it's just they're afraid to be squished later that's all we reveal like there's actually really no reason why the and also that leads to all, to all kinds of questions of like things that this movie doesn't even approach because does it work on like do the icons do they live in the products in the stores if you have mult, like if you have a hundred bags, if you have a hundred boxes of Dex Dog Detective cereal, does that mean there's there really should be a hundred Dex to talk de dog detectives in the store? Like, no. like does the, the stuff in the back count? I don't know. The Is there the a back, back to the store? I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's just like, confusing. But yeah, anyway, so it's the next day. Oh. Brandex showing up, looking very trustworthy with his products. <laughs> And the, the old store man is like, oh, I wasn't expecting any new products. But that's how it works. Brands just show up at your store and demand to be put on your Gen shelf. Generic you don't brands, have to purchase them or anything. Yeah, generic brands can show up at your store, that which is a giant store run by one old man, and mm -hmm. be like, hey, motherfucker, guess what? We're going to literally shove stuff off the shelves to make room I for don't new have generic space. Products. Don't worry, I'll make space. And he throws a bag of potato chips on the floor and he steps on it, and, hey, asshole, are you gonna buy that? You yeah. just gonna walk into somebody else's store and just start destroying their product? And it's true. And more so, the old man is like, oh, no, it's just a little bag of potato chips. It's it didn't even have a <laughs> chance to be enjoyed. This movie wants to treat, like, this this bag of chips getting stepped on, it's like like it's Judge Doom killing the, the, the shoe in Roger Rabbit, and it's no, it's a bag of chips. Who gives yeah. a shit about a bag of chips? But it's treated yeah. like this hate crime. Uh-huh. I hate it. But, I hate it. And so a, a pirate chip says... We don't see the pirate chip. It's just a, a, an that. image of the the, the chips. And uh, you hear a piratey voice say, No one steps on me <laughs> chips and gets away with it. And Brand X will pay. That's the Arr. first thing in the movie where it like, really kind of like comes into like, uh, like, okay, wait. So are the icons just like unconscious but aware sleeping within their products on the shelves? Because like you think you would have like maybe the icon peeks his head out from behind the bags of his own chips or something like that. But no, it is like the most like, what the fuck are we looking at thing? But yeah, no. oh, I hate it. Dex has a nightmare looking for sunshine. It's very intense. So intense, I don't even remember what it's it is. It's something. He falls. Also, now he doesn't wear Indiana Jones outfit anymore. He wears a white tuxedo. He and also chugs milk like it's booze. Ah, oh, fucking hate it. I he failed hate it. her. He's... But Dan tells him, oh, no, you're really awesome. You've solved so many cases for everybody, but I couldn't solve the one case about sunshine vanishing. Oh, boo-hoo. So he, now he runs the coca Cabana. Coca banana. Is it Caban yeah, Coca banana. Co well, it's supposed to be the Coca Cabana, obviously. Whatever the fuck. But because so, the movie, like, you can't stick to the Raiders of the Lost Ark thing, now Dex is essentially <clears throat> fucking. What's his face from Casablanca? Although yeah. his costume now is it's the exact same costume, but now it's white. It's not even like a change of costume. 
Ah, mm. uh, they just updated the textures. Yeah. He he also can't just he can't toss raisins in his mouth anymore. They bonk off him. It's funny because see, well, see, it's not saying without sunshine. Because I guess he like he was looking for sunshine goodness for six months but mm -hmm. never found her. Yeah. How that works is like, <laughs> like this. So, yeah, I just flying well, okay, flying yeah. to his club solo. Uh, uh, the squirrel Dan sees some lady, tells her nice packaging, she, and asks oh. her if she wants some chocolate frosting. Did he just say he was gonna well, come on her? The movie does the Is that smash, what he was saying? The movie does the smash zoom on her tits. Also, again, it's not like an icon for any. It's just a normal human lady standing on a street corner. It's not uh -huh. like a character who you could ever even pretend would be. Like, uh -uh. I could... And, but yeah, they smash him on her tits and they make the chocolate frosting joke and it's just the most like... She tells him get a shelf you life know, and we all laugh. You know, for kids. Kids love for that kids, kind of humor. For kids, yeah. Oh, I fucking hate movies made by he old baby so he boomers crashes with money. into oh. a window of a building that leads him outside? Yeah, I just watch to it now. To a tree just... that he crashes into? It's yeah. a, and that is a, a excuse me. These are uh, <laughs> distinctively not the Keyboard Elves, so legally, please don't sue us. Legally distinguishable legally from yeah, yeah, nope, not legally the distinct elf from the Keebler Elf village. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just a tree that says "Gnome Home" with these off-the-shelf poser gnomes kind of like watching Daredevil Dan about to crash into their tree. This isn't even part of the plot. No, this scene only exists. It, that only, scene ends. It, it, the only reason for this whole scene to exist is if you get the Keebler Elves, but they couldn't get the Keebler Elves, so it's just the... I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. So <laughs> elsewhere, since we needed that scene, yeah. uh, there's what can only be described as a weasel made out of shit messing with a penguin. This is it. This is the moment yep. where I was like, okay, this is literally because, like, the way the weasel is textured, it's all... Sl it, it is it's just poop. You don't do that unless you're trying to legitimately make it look like shit. What is this? A, what is he a mascot for? I because it's what could because like well he's well so I guess the idea is that like Dex Doc. Mm, you know what? You no, know, no, I could see him as a mascot for Slim Jims. <laughs> oh, I never wanted to Slim Jim again. That <laughs> that poop neck. You can mm -hmm. put, you, I bite into a poop neck. So the idea is that Dex Dog Detective is trying to walk to his own bar, to his own club, yeah. and I guess there's a little fucking penguin guy voiced by Chris Kattan, which yeah. I don't give a shit about Chris Kattan, but like you look it up and you're like, wait, really? And he's, he's I guess he's going to the shit weasel, who is voiced by the director of the movie, who is trying to do a Peter Lorre thing, but failing miserably. And also, whatever mic he was recording on, he sounds like he's in totally different... Like, it's one of those things where it just sounds like he's recording like on a podcasting mic, not like a professional recording mic. And mm. so, I guess, yeah, the Penguin's trying to buy a ticket to the opening of Dex's club from the Weasel, and then... Dex Dog Detective runs across the scene and suddenly the weasel's all like, Oh, Dex! Like, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. There's a whole thing. He has a gag where he, like, will open his his shirt so it's like, it will show a whole bunch of merchandise that he's trying to sell people. And mm -hmm. he's just annoying Dex. Yeah. I'm so You took the notes here. But, like, Dex, like, they're talking and for some reason, like, the fucking shit weasel is in front of a train and instead of getting out of the way of the train, he says... You despise me, don't you? You despise is, me, don't you? With this is yeah, supposed yeah, to be a do. reference, yeah. like, 
even if you're a Casablanca fan, you have to think for a moment and go, I guess Peter Lorre did say that in that movie? But, like, that's the button to the scene, and then he gets hit by a train. By, but hit you by wouldn't a train, think that because the, the oh, quote-unquote yeah. impression of Peter Lorre is so bad, I didn't even associate it with it. That's what. That's the thing, because I like it took me, like... I had to rewind it to go, like, I guess that, because I was like, yeah, well, that's the line Peter Lorre says, but, like, it's not really, like, it's trying, I guess it is trying to be an impression, but it's just, it, like, even, oh, my God. Yeah, so he gets mm -hmm. hit by a train, by a hit by a train, he gets thrown on the wall, and Dex keeps on walking to his bar, and, and so, I guess his bar is, like, has this opening, so it's kind of, like, more like a nightclub where there's literally a thousand people, like, waiting in line to get in. So he's mm -hmm. like literally walk through his crowd, and he's the it's shittiest. the place to be, I guess. It's the shittiest can animation of him like doing finger guns at everybody while he's trying to walk <laughs> in, and it's just oh, I fucking hate it. <laughs> California raisins are performing. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's nice. It's nice of Dex to promote the competition to Sunshine at his the club. Amazing thing in this movie is this when this movie's asked to like try to model and animate actual known characters and do it well, it completely falls apart because the California Raisins are dancing kind of like how Kermit the Frog dances, where it feels mm. like they animated the feet separately from the bodies and the, and the legs are just like barely connected. And it's just like, but they're singing and dancing. It's fucking... Charlie oh. the Tuna's there. He goes for a walk. It passes a guy who says, Oh, I'm so excited. I got the table. Oh, I'm stuck in a butt. That's so disgusting. Because he falls into the cow's asshole. This is inexplicable. Oh, what is happening well, in this scene? Mr. Clean gets some of Mrs. Butterworth's hot hot juices splashed is, on him. Oh, I guess Mr. Mrs. Butterworth shows up at the end. She's throwing pancakes to people. Because I was going to say, is this yeah. the only scene? Miss and Mrs. Butterworth's weird because, like, they use stop mo they use motion capture on her. and But she's just, like, her bottle's also half melted into the floor. It's rendered incorrectly. <laughs> and her neck is just, like, because she doesn't have a neck, but she's still moving. It just looks fucking disgusting. And yeah, she gets fucking Mr. Clean hey. dirty. It's just hey, yeah. Should people watch this? <laughs> I mean, just to get a lay of the land of the horrors, people. Should they just so should they just scrub through it here and there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially if it's a free on YouTube. Why not? Like just just mm. to just to see the depravity of people. What it, it's always amazing to see what someone without any talent. Thinks is will this, pass for children's entertainment. Is this what would happen if DeviantArt got together and yeah. just made one movie? It really because that's what half the characters in this thing look like. Fucking look like it look like DeviantArt characters run amok. Actually, that'd be, mm -hmm. actually, if this movie had just been pitched as the the what, like the Roger Rabbit of equivalent of DeviantArt, where it's like everyone's most grotesque creatures come together for one exciting adventure, that would be more entertaining than like, oh, <laughs> it's three of the world's most famous food brands and a bunch of random other characters they, doing a thing. They oh, should have named this movie OC Do Not Steal. <laughs> Man, so fucking Dex. Because he I guess... walks up to a bar and there's some lady and he says, ask her if she's got any milk. And she says, do I look like the Dairy Queen to you? I don't know. What, does he look like a cinnamon dog? I don't... Who they, knows what anything looks like in this topsy-turvy world? The people who made this movie were so in love with that line. That made every trailer they made out of this movie. Mm -hmm. And it's just like... And I guess it's supposed to be like Chiquita Banana Lady? Because she's I like guess. a fat Latino lady with like a giant thing on her head. And of course, I guess... I guess Dex, his thing is drinking milk. 
and then, then he does a full body wibble and wobble. What? Well, but he says milk. It does a body good. And then he drinks it, and then he's like, oh. and and the, well, then the fucking Chiquita banana lady's like, that's going to kill you, Dex. Like she's like, cause she's training it like it's hardcore booze. Yeah. But like it's just milk. Like it's like even though they're though because he they're trying to make, make it chocolate milk because then just chocolate kills dogs. Yeah, but like yeah, they're. Uh, but milk does a body good, but then it's just confusing. Like that's so anyway, all this is happening. A fucking sexy lady shows up. Wait a second. Oh no! What did you I? You can't miss? skip the pirate potato that drinks too much and gets chipped face. Oh, Chip slapped. So oh, Dan Squirrel announces Brandon. Oh, he's Jeez. supposed to be. He's drinking uh, potato juice too, which I guess. It's supposed to be vodka, I guess. Okay. But then, then this when he falls asleep and goes, just eh, fucking hate it. <laughs> Brandex shows up. She's hot with her dead, dead eyes. That don't oh, move. the movie inexplicably does this thing where it zooms in super close on her eyes, and you get to see like her tear ducts are are incorrectly molded, where the whites of her eyes are sticking out of the wrong parts of her face. Uh -huh. And I guess oh, I, they only do that so that you can see the reflection of Dex in her eyeballs. Just to see that she's got eyes on decks, I guess. Yeah, but I it's guess. and uh, because this it, this horrible stick figure lady is supposed to be hot with her fucking uh, reboot hair, like all the other characters in the fucking thing, like the penguin gets horny. There's a dude who breathes fire who gets horny. There's a French ch later, I guess the French dude is. Suggested that he's made out of cheese, which is why his skin's all fucked up. He gets horny. Everyone's passing out because this one lady character walks in. Yeah. Hey, oh my god. And Dex says of all the produce bars and all the supermarkets <sighs> and all the world, she had to walk into mine. Because Casablanca, I guess. Because, and what, like, you couldn't say salad bar, which would have made more sense, because in some places, some grocery stores have a salad bar. You can't. But produce? What the fuck is a produce bar? Also, she steps, on, the... she steps on Charlie Tuna's foot, too, because that's one of the yeah. rare times where one of the actual characters interact with any of these fake Bobo characters. The yeah. chip pirate starts yelling about her and Brandex and why did her rep stand step on his bag and it's not her fault he has inferior packaging. Okay, isn't your packaging just the big X? Yeah, okay, also, whatever. Like, Anyhow, yeah. so he's the, the, the chip man starts a fight with the squirrel Dan because he was kind of sort of defending him, I guess. And that well, squirrel, the squirrel got yes, the food. Yeah, mm. he's well, he's horny for the ladies, so he sticks yeah, up yeah, more. Yeah. yeah. And then the Danielle's food fight, and now the cow runs across the screen with the guy still stuck in its butthole, and the guy says, I'm still stuck in a butt. Oh, she farted. Please, my side. Stop. Says I can't that. handle it. Like, yeah, he does. Most, like, I could see in the directing room where the, whoever wrote directed this is talking to his animators. His animator. <laughs> not, <laughs> not animator, whoever's stealing all these assets from a Chinese uh, fucking website. Um, saying, okay, this is the part where we have to have the cow run across the screen and the guy's, like, yeah, he's saying this. Like, you can't just show it. You have to have someone narrating what's funny in this scene. And then it cuts to, like, a buffalo who's punching an ant and then picking him up again. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry, friend, and picks him up again. And then Chiquita Banana mm -hmm. turns into, like, she gets blurry and then fruit's flying out of her head. Yeah. And the one, <laughs> the one gag in here I thought was actually, I get where they're going for even though it's done terribly. Is the Hawaiian punch guy randomly goes to punch someone, and then but no, he gives him punch, but mm -hmm. then he punches him. But then he punches him. Oh god, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, and then there's two big burly guys, and they're supposed to fight, 
and the one guy's got big giant eyes for no reason where like I'm looking at it now and the texture on his eyeballs isn't tracking correctly but they start slapping like it's like a gay slap fight so it's kind of a gay yeah. panic like yeah, because it's kinda. baby boomer you gotta get that joke in there I hate it then Dex starts <laughs> fighting and two and then he says the party's over time to banana split out of my club uh. and everybody just vanishes I do like how and everyone that's how just you... teleports out of there. I thought that well, was Well, that way you funny. don't have to animate any more that's background characters. That's the thing. That's why everyone instantly disappears, except for the characters reported to the next scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Time out for some commercials or something or other. I remember Lisa's third birthday. She imparted this adorable little song and dance routine. Oh, <laughs> that was a real horn honker. Let's see it. No, do it. Do it! Hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. Sing it like you mean it! What kinds of kids eat armor hot dogs? Fat kids. Skinny kids. Kids who climb on rocks. Tough kids. Skinny kids. Even kids with chicken pot love hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. Fat dogs. Kids love to we interrupt these commercials to bring you our program. X and Dance Day and Dan says, Yeah, I'm your man. Melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Gross, uh, don't be horny on me. No. So I they just watched to it again. together. Whenever one literally warps speeds out of the room, is the, that's actually the one I think that's I, that, not even meant to be funny, but the way they pulled it off is actually funny because it literally warps speeds like the Enterprise D at the end of the Next Generation card credits. But anyway, go ahead. So uh, they start to leave, and he says, Chicks, what can I say? Chicks, take chocolate. Okay, sure. And then later, at Dex's place, he puts on the song, If You, uh, you Were My Sunshine, My Only Sunshine. Hi. What a sad sack of shit. The record it's scratches. The laziest. Wait, wait, the shut up. That... Wait. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> the record scratches. He drops his milk and spins around, and Lady X is there, holding a CD that she just made a record <laughs> scratch sound with, I guess. Uh, to but be now fair, she's dressed. Mm? <laughs> to be fair, they make the same. They do a kind of a similar thing in Batman Returns, where Batman, he makes a CD, and then he's record scratching again. Go, ree, 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 ree. Like, but, well, even the staging of this, because, like, Dex is drinking his milk, but, like, this record scratch sounds happens at the same time he's turning around, so you don't even know why he's, he's just, like, drinking and suddenly he, like, turns around for seemingly no reason. But, yeah, and also the way his milk, it's just this one texture, like, spreading across the floor, it's like, not even animated correctly, and, yeah, for some reason, I go ahead, it's just... There's so many things wrong. Just in one shot, there's so many things Like, technically wrong and also wrong with a capital W. Where, yeah, go I got you. Well, Brand X Lady's there now. Dressed in a schoolgirl outfit. Because horny on Maine. But, like, schoolgirl, hey, like... Don't, don't wear plaid gloves. What are you doing? <laughs> Long plaid what? gloves. That's not a thing anybody... So this I, is totally... I don't think a lady designed her outfit. I, no. This is totally like something that's dictated by the elderly baby boomer guy who made this movie where he's like, okay, I want the chick. She needs to be in a schoolgirl outfit because that's what I think is hot. Also, I don't know what actually a schoolgirl outfit looks like. So she gets tartan gloves, mm -hmm. tartan opera gloves for no, like what? And so mm -hmm. 
Oh my god, the rest of the scene is just more motion, just off-the-shelf motion capture when the character's grinding gets us. And also next to Dog Detectives, his knees. It's like Torgo from... from, from <laughs> he gets wobbly in the knees because she's so hot. She oh, says she's got a hot case. Is. Yeah. She's got a hot case for him and kicks his leg, her leg onto his shoulder. It looks like a rendering so, error. So his this knees. Movie, That's why I didn't get the joke about the wobbly knees because it looks like his knees are just breaking. Okay. This was this movie was some guy who got caught in the middle of making a fetish film, and he's like, no, no, it's actually a, a, a yeah. animated film it's for a kids about about brands. Yeah, about a, no, it's, it's not about a schoolgirl fucking a dog. <laughs> no, no, like, yeah, no, it's for children. Children love this kind of thing. <laughs> she oh keeps sniffing God. her and saying, "Oh, what is that smell? Oh, you smell so good. It makes him weak in the knees." And, She's done with Dan because he said sugars and salt are going to finish what they started. The aisles aren't safe for a girl like her. What? This so is this is actually, I thought was actually one of the more, this is the one of the few attempts at world building in this movie. Is the suggestion that different foods of different like genres of food, I guess, are like of different like clans who are kind of potentially, because like there's a thing about how the sugars and the salts are, are, are waging war and stuff. And I do like the idea that, like, yeah, there would be lines drawn between the different kinds of food in Metrop Marketropolis, I guess. But, like, the whole thing, the, the fucking, I thought the whole thing with her smelling like sunshine goodness was just gonna turn out to be, he's a fucking dog, so she can, he can just smell sunshine goodness on her because he's a dog. No, this is just opening up a plot thread about how they're using sunshine goodness as juice to make poison? And so Look, well, we'll get there, Bill. Like, Don't the ruin most... the perfectly crafted story. <laughs> it's, it's fucking... Oh, it's airtight, the plotting in this movie. But, yeah, go ahead. She says she wants to forget the past just like he does. She can wash away his memories. But then he hears a scream <laughs> and he goes to check it out. And she says, wait, I haven't shown you my secret ingredient. And he says, the secret's inside. Just because... What? Huh? In my Is he required by law to to say that if somebody says and something about a secret? I am watching it now. He when he leaves, you can only see part of it, but he's got a poster in his in his in his office. It's called It's a Wonderful Lime, and it's just it's just fucking uh, what's his face from It's a Wonderful Life hugging a giant lime. It's so stupid. Perfect. That's actually the most funny thing in the movie so far. Also, you had a poster for 12 Hungry Men earlier, but actually... Oh, uh, there's also... J James see, Stu. Uh, there's uh. also, when you're going through the, the city, it is uh, at the theater. It's, oh, it's... Um, the Melon Rouge singing uh. in the drain. That's what that was. I said there's also something about... It's a wonderful cream or something like that. Yeah, there's a couple. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. So he goes outside, where Fox is freaking out because I'm, some Ikes went down, I guess. Everybody they threw out of the club is dead, I guess. There's a couple body bags in the streets. Dan and Lady X are the only ones missing, but here's the lady. <laughs> she's not missing. Oh, my so God. When a, so did they, I guess, explain when a product loses its icon, it spoils and goes bad. But they can't do nothing. But the Ikes didn't expire in the rumble. Someone just wants it to look that way. Yeah. They did a bad job, I guess, because I had no idea what was happening until you said that, and even then, I'm not sure what's happening. So, you get to see it's Potato Chip Pirate and, like, one other guy, and as they're talking about how their brands will rot, you get to see, like, cheese starts to explode from a building for no reason? 
that's, yeah, so I guess this is how they're establishing the threat to whatever's going on. I mean, this is the first time you get to see that people are dying and stuff. I, it may, whatever, it makes no sense. Whatever this plot is, but yeah. And Mr. Clean is randomly there. Just Rig Amoldus has set in already. Uh, yeah. These poor Ikes were rubbed out. It's very so, sad. Grandex so says, Dan must have done it, because I guess, sure, why not? Which makes a fox freak out, because he needs Dex helps. Mr. Clean is also there, so he could make a bald joke. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's the only reason he's there. So later, there's a bunch of Brandex semi-trucks in front of the store, because that's how that works. <laughs> the store because... now has basically nothing on its shelves, but Brandex yeah. is there to replace it because all. It doesn't is... seem suspicious at all. Also, how, man, just the cynical nature of this movie. When you, were, were generic brands much of a thing when you were growing up? Uh, kind of, sort of, I guess? Because when, when I was a kid, maybe it was just the community I grew up in, but, like, generic brands were, like, the big thing. Like, because that's, when you when you were growing up, you didn't have a lot of money. That's what your parents would buy. Instead of buying you Lucky yeah. Charms, you'd get, like, I mean, fucking... there were five of us, so we probably got plenty of generic brands, but yeah. also... I, some generic brands do it better disguising that they're generic or not. This is the most loathful thing about this fucking movie. Everything about, like, the how, how bad of a movie and everything aside. Just the idea that this movie is, like, preaching brand loyalty to kids. And it's supposed to be how this evil generic brand is moving in. God forbid it's a brand that doesn't have, like, like a giant corporate mascot. And just, uh, just I mean, pretty the, much all all generic brands are just Kirkland, just well, with a that's different what, name. That's what a lot of the things are. It's it's just like yeah, like Walmart has its own like the signature brand. It's it's usually just the store itself, just manufactures yeah. copies of the, of the famous stuff. But still, like just 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 the idea that like just buying peanuts without the planter's label is like inherently evil, mm -hmm. and just like it's just fucking gross. And the idea that like. Oh no, we have to worry about these giant corporate <laughs> products or being the shelf space is being taken up by something that's not like owned by like fucking oh some 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 like even bigger monolithic corporation. Just fucking gross. But yeah, brand X. Just fucking yeah, so they're just like I yeah. so I guess this is the manifestation of what's happening in the quote unquote real world. Yeah. Even though they, they mean that they seem to suggest it because everyone's awake. But, like, this is happening at the same time during the day where, like, like products are being replaced by Brand X. But, like... I don't know. That scene is. But I guess within the world it's being explained as, like, the food is rotting away or something? I, it just makes no sense, but yeah. And then uh, Dex Dog voiceover says, Brand X replacement for every Ike lost last night. Now, how did that clipboard guy know? Hmm... So Dex uh. says something's wrong. He lets Sunshine down, but he can't throw in the paper towel on Dan. Get it? Because it's different. It's, <laughs> I like that you made a note of product. every dumb, like, fucking product. Yeah. It's not even a I... double entendre, a pun, or no. whatever, but yeah. So he uh. puts on his Indiana Jones outfit hey. and his pricing gun. Every, Why does every... a cereal mascot have a pricing gun? Why anything? So, <laughs> in the <laughs> United Super... In the United Supermarket Defense Association, they're having a meeting where Brand X comes in looking very trustworthy, not like Nazis at all. Are those the icons on the bag? That's a good point, those, actually. Those are terrible mascots. <laughs> Here's a Nazi. Mama. Mom, want, can I we want... get the potato chips with the Nazis on them? Uh, can we get... Can we get the corn pops with the cheddar cheese looking lizard Nazi? <laughs> because like, well, it was funny when I was a kid. Like, also when you were a kid, like Derek, 
You never had the generic stuff was just the white packaging with the white li- with the black letters on it, right? No. This is a thing that I think I was just barely old enough to see before it disappeared because for the longest time, generic products were distinguished by the fact that like part of the reason they were cheaper was that the, the whoever made the generic uh, products, they didn't spend any money getting on the packaging. So it would be almost cartoony where like a bag of potato chips would just be a white bag that just said on blo- in a black sans serif font would just say potato chips. In fact, actually, mm-hmm. the movie Repo Man, they kind of make fun of that because there's a store that sells nothing but generic products. And so, like, the cans of tuna, it's just like a little white can that just says tuna fish on it. But that's what, when I was little, that's what generic products look like. And so that, that's what this movie's trying to riff off of a little bit, too. Where, like, the products themselves are just, like, white white things with, like, just an X on it. But, like, yeah, but then you do have, like, these mascots for, pro- I, I guess you need characters who are in the mascot world, but yeah. Oh my god, and then they're, they're, they're just flat-out fucking Nazis. And again, yeah. this movie, the audacity of this movie to suggest the generic brand is Nazis that are <laughs> going to exterminate, genocide, these marketing icons. It's just so fucking disgusting. Holy shit, I hate whoever... Whoever made this deserves the fucking... They deserve <laughs> the most fun version of cancer there is. Holy yeah. shit. They anyway. blame King Kung Tofu? I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay. randomly, yeah, the racist lizard guy is now, like, something. He gets blamed for something, something? He's like, no, I did not do it. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So Brand X says they want to help. They're 30 brands strong now, so they'll patrol the aisles and keep things in order. So Dex quit, so they'll protect them. Charlie Tuna says, it's so dangerous. And she says, <laughs> don't cry for me, Charlie Tuna. Boy, that was worth it. Thanks, that guys. That was kids' Woo. love. A goddamn oh, what's not sprinted Medea? for that finish what's... line and stripped and stumbled and fumbled all over it. Evita, I would call yeah. it Medea. It's the same thing. The oh same, my same basic God. movie. Yep, worth it, worth it, worth it. Whole movie worth it for that line. <laughs> so it. they'll take care of everyone. Dex too. Oh yes, they'll take care of him. So now there's some guy doing a terrible impression of Tim Curry asking the poop weasel where Dan is. I think but it's, he. I think it's the writer director. Uh, because th- this character has no credit. I saw there's a credit uh, for Jerry Stiller. The, you yeah. know, the dad from Seinfeld, the dad of, of Ben Stiller. He's credited as General X. Which yeah, I he's thought the was other this one, char- the short it's one. It's the short one who keeps on ripping his pants off during the final fight. And so this character <laughs> goes... Don't, don't, Phil, don't remind me of it. It's too funny. Yeah. But <laughs> th- So this Nazi kid, the wannabe Tim Curry character... Is it sounds like it's the same voice because it's funny. So these two characters are voiced by the same the writer director. Yeah, mm-hmm. fucking and, and Brand X. They're tr- is this? I think he's on top of a building, gonna push him off. And he says, "I could just kill you. That'd be more fun than a spanking." Because it's on Maine and he's horny for it. I guess. I. It's one of those things where, like, I think that, like. <laughs> It's just the Dan director. Turned, Dan turned into something that the dry cleaners, I think, I guess, the poop monster gets pushed off the building, which I guess kills it, but no, he's fine no, because the, like, then the he's little... poking his head in between Dex's legs and it keeps moving around and it's all terrible and I hate it. And it's... Dex chokes him and it tells him that he saw Dan heading towards the detergent aisle, oh but Dan would never God. be at the scene of a crime, even for a dead-eyed mistake like Lady X. I, I guess that was a scene of a crime. And then Dex goes to the Brand X Nazi building and climbs to the top. He finds a bottle of Brand X Lady X is there and they start dancing. And I guess this is a thing we can do. 
They knock weapons off a wall, and they all fall around them. Everything including the kitchen sink. <laughs> she kicks and explodes a fish tank. Why? I don't know. Then a birdcage. Who? What? And then they just destroy everything, because I guess we can. And then he tells her it was all part of her plan. And his friend will still be alive, or he's gonna... Or, or she's gonna check out of the store the hard way. And she says he's fine for now, but he won't be unless Dex backs Brand X. They're still dancing at this point. This scene only makes sense if... I would only imagine, like, whatever Chinese pirate the website they were stealing all this motion capture data from must have had, like, a ridiculous amount of dancing motion capture, which is the only reason to explain why this, like, ten-minute scene is just nothing but dancing. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. And again, yeah. because, like, again, because of, like, the, the facial animation is not really customized that much, it's mostly just dead-eyed characters just just monologuing at, at each other while they're dancing. It's terrible, she, yeah. She tells him they could pack the store together. She could be his sunshine. But he says there will never be another sunshine, and it's only been half an hour of this movie. <laughs> Why are you fucking then... kidding? Oh, my God, you're... <laughs> oh, my God, I hate it. I yeah. Hate it. So then the statue oh, falls him. God. She hits him with something and says, Stay down, boy. What a shame. They could have been like mac and cheese, peanut butter and jelly, scotch and tape. Then he wakes oh. up with that stupid squirrel Dan. And uh, they only use Dan to get to him, I guess. And then a hologram of her head pops up. This is not even the great Dex Doc can save them now. And I guess they're in a dryer at the supermarket. I'm watching this gonna now. Burn them and alive. Like it, you're you're watching it and I, you're describing it while I'm watching it. It still doesn't make any goddamn sense. No. Yeah, and also no, yeah, I gonna... guess it's I, I didn't even realize until she says like, oh, I've put you in a washing machine. I didn't understand this because like the the, the the thing that they're inside the environment is so abstract. It looks yeah. like they're in a chocolate like round river thing, but no, I guess it's yeah. So yeah. I guess there's a washing machine at the grocery store. Yeah, and they're yeah. in the dryer, and after they burn them, I guess they're gonna. Dump them in the detergent aisle. Something, something. Oh, no, in the toothpaste, toothpaste aisle. Because, because the toothpaste, toothpaste hates, hates the sugars. The what? <laughs> what is that of bearing it? Oh, because they're though they're sugars. Yeah. So it's going to be like a fucking Die Hard 3 thing where they're going to nah, throw them in the know. worst part of town, I guess. I so they're going to frame everyone. That way Brand X can replace everyone. Oh. Shouldn't that be up to the dude running the store, not the Ikes? That's oh, whatever. Who cares? So Dex says... <laughs> I guess this Dex... movie's been so concerned with realism. Yeah, that's true. Dex yeah. says he's he's done. And uh. he's... So, but then he sees that the robots have bad robot mosquitoes? What is happening? I don't something. know. It's, it's going Xenobites, yeah. Something at other foods. I don't know. Now Dex cares. Maybe. But he doesn't know if he can cut... Oh, he's scared. Because he doesn't know if he can cut the mustard anymore. But he has an idea, but it's really, really dangerous. What, is he going to look in the mirror and see what he actually looks like? So, they sneak into a nose place. He's repugnant. Oh, also, they get out of the dryer because there's, a, there's also <laughs> a random... You know Hold what? on. <laughs> they, they get out of the dryer because there's a sock in there, and, and socks always go missing in the dryer, so they grab the sock and then they're out. Yeah, the Masog magically teleports them out of the dryer, and then they cool. turn it back around to look through a vent in the dryer to see this <laughs> giant vast room that's where they're building this vast army filled yeah. with robots. Yeah. 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 Okay. They sneak into a nose's place. It's it's repugnant <laughs> to look at. 
It's the nose doctor guy. It's Dr. Nose because it's nose, but also nose. Yeah. He's a he giant wants nose. him to it's analyze the se secret ingredient that he stole from the Lady X. Yeah, I guess they stole some, the yeah, the poison from, from the uh, Project X factory, I guess, yeah. Then the doctor sneezes snot all over Dexter in that scene ends. Man, that's Great. another hallmark Fantastic. of these shitty CGI Whoa. films is like bad CGI snot. Yeah, that or becomes just a, liquid in general. A, that becomes the centerpiece of the trailer, yeah. And a oh. nightmare elephant gets drilled by Brand X. Oh, cool. this is one of the and fake that brands we see at the beginning of the movie that, like, there's a dancing blue elephant note for no mm -hmm. reason. Now, yeah, they're gonna murder it to death. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the nose guy says Brand X is toxic to humans, but highly addictive, which is why the humans keep buying. Soon there will be no Ikes left. Dan is sad because he never got to play Lick the Icing with Sweet Cakes. What? Gross. What the hell is Sweet Cakes? I don't know! <laughs> I just... You think I don't know if the movie knows, man! Deleted scene, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's his girl... But although, if he has a girlfriend, then why is he yelling about... Is they... Sweet Case the lady he was yelling about throwing chocolate frost? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. They gotta oh. get to the, that, that info to the market's corporate center, which they can do by email, which is on the other side of the store, but they'll never make it before daytime. But they gotta do it. But the humans might see them. Oh no! And then the nose man screams, It's daytime! In a All right, and that scene ends. And so, I guess. Yeah, all they have now to do is email someone about how Project X is poisoned, so they have to mm -hmm. get the supermarket's email room, I guess. So now they're oh watching the human shop saying things like, They'll we'll never make it, but oh no. The ugly, ugly Brand X lady here, played by Chorus Leachman, who's short spot. Oh, that's Chorus Leachman? Yeah. It's this fat mashed potato pile of a lady. Yeah. Oh my god, it's just, yeah, the ugly fat lady Nazi. She's there now, suddenly, and she says well, she's gonna eat them. And Dex says, let's strawberry jam out of here. And they fall off the shelf. Well, now the store has turned from a metropolis into its normal store self. Yes. For randomly no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They fall they onto the bottom yeah. of a cart. Not Dan, Dan, though. He lands on a human baby. A it's human like baby. Oh, okay. A human baby. It's hard to call it that because... I... What? What? So, the, why do the humans look like this? I'm already picturing the deleted behind-the-scenes footage where the director, he's like, okay. This is gonna sound crazy, but this is gonna be this whole sequence that takes place in the human world where the characters have to run underfoot of real human beings to get to the computer at the, uh, at, at the supermarket to to communicate to the outside world that what's going on. So we're gonna have humans, lots of humans. <laughs> uh, does anybody ever remember the original Toy Story? Does anybody <laughs> remember the baby from the original Toy Story? What I want these humans to look like is that, but ten times worse. On purpose, and that is what everyone <laughs> in the scene, especially this mom and baby combo, are just. It's. It is. It is. Ralph Bakshi could not create such a horror on purpose as what the fuck we're looking at. It is. Oh my god! It is fucking disgusting. Uh, so Dan is stuck in the fucking cart. They. Look like a first-year art student's clay sculpture that fell down the stairs. It's it's the perfect union of, like, actual natural incompetence plus 
they're trying to make people look ugly at the same time. So it is just fucking Pennywise the Clown levels of what the fuck. Just... Holy shit, and congratulations, you've made one of the legitimately ugliest things ever crafted by mankind. <laughs> God so, damn. So, so but, the the human throws down because she thinks it's a baby for the, the kid, yeah, I guess. Yeah, randomly? He, yeah. He lands on the bottom of another cart, but now the evil Brand X lady is there also for reasons. But don't worry, here comes Dex riding a flying two-liter bottle of soda, and you think he was using, like, I had to rewind it to make sure he had shook it. He had shook it up and was flying it that way because he's steering it. But no, then the Brand X lady tries to hit the squirrel and she hits the end off the the two liter bottle of soda and then it shoots off like that. But then you go back and you're like, wait, okay, what was causing it to fly in the first place? And that's what it's. Who knows? Because I rewound it. It is literally just Dex Dog Detective swinging in with a just magically. It's like the flying cupcake in Cabin Boy. It just looks... It just... It's fucking... I'm assuming that, like, they meant to have it be flying because of squirting, and then the director was like, Oh yeah, we forgot, we, like, it only begins to squirt until halfway through when, when the human hits it, but... Well, instead of just, like, fixing the first half of the sequence, we'll just let it as is and kids won't notice, and... Yeah, just... So anyway, they go flying. They, they end up landing they crash. in a food section. Uh, yeah, they go to the fruit. Yeah, the frozen food aisle where somebody has a door open. Just magically which, opens the door right before and, they need to get in there. Yeah. And that sends them into an area where the stupid penguin is there that Dex led in his club earlier. And he sh- Dex shouts at him, Brand X is behind everything. And get as many eggs together as possible and come to the Coca Banana tonight. Then they fly out of the freezer and the voiceover says, the star is now closed. <laughs> that shit was open for what? Five minutes? Exactly. It takes. There's a lot of soda in that bottle. So they've been so flying for 12 hours. Yeah. And also, when they fly in there, there's no juice flying. There's no soda flying. So it's back to just like they're on a magic flying carpet of a- an empty soda bottle. And, mm-hmm. and they just happen to fly right between the old man's motion captured legs as he's wobbling out of the, I guess, the. The fucking office of the supermarket. Yeah. But then they fly into the office, and now it's not—it's not an office, but it's like this room filled with like tombs, I guess. I guess. I guess, and 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 so the fucking back guy is there, and he's like, "Oh, here's where all the dead icons are being stored." It's like what? I think that's what he says. Okay, I'm watching so, it now, and it's yeah, completely confusing. Yeah, something like that. Okay, yeah. so. It's, yeah, it's unclear what it is. There's a yeah. shitty Count Chocolate ripoff vampire in there that wants to eat the chocolate. He's undead, so he didn't die like the other Ikes. That's his. That's what it is. But because he's, he loves chocolate, that's Daredevil Dan's made. Ch- we never well, no, it. we don't get to that yet because the scene ends. <laughs> okay. And yeah. then a Brand X voiceover yells about how there's a mandatory meeting that night right over footage of the town. And then that scene ends. And then Dex and Dan talk to that a wacky waving arm tube man of a Ike who's supposed to be email I guess <laughs> they want to com- email uh, oh you're talking about they actually brand get into X. the computer yeah yeah and yeah. it's weird because like well then there's an IBM logo on the computer so I guess Dex is able to email just by talking to I guess it's supposed to be was the IBM logo at the time this blue guy because that's how he ends up he's like hey I need you to bring me a form so I can send email I fu- it's just- I have no idea what's going on. And this whole time, the know. bat's trying to fuck the- the- 
the chocolate squirrel. <laughs> mm -hmm. This is what mm -hmm. Alpha Apris brings us to, where we're like, the bat is trying to fuck the chocolate squirrel. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, so, uh, oh no. Brand X has used instant glue to seal them in that room. Oh no. Loony glue, not... I yeah. Yeah. So while Dex fills out the form, the other two idiots fly around looking for crates. I don't know or Something holes in the happens. wall. I don't know. The dialogue is set. It's oh, the vents. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So there's only two recalls on record on the computer. Some oh! ugly lady's giant prunes. No one wanted giant prunes. Hey, hey, there's nothing wrong with prunes. Why is? What is? Where did this thing of prunes sucking ass come from? Prunes are fine. Hey, it's they're not prune. as good as some snacks, but prunes are fine. Prune juice is Worf's favorite uh, drink. It's the uh, drink of a it's warrior. It's a drink of warrior. Fuck uh, yeah, well, man. I need to point out while this is happening. Yeah, the bat is still flying around with uh, Dan Daryl Daredevil Dan, Daredevil Dan on his back. Mm -hmm. And the bat says something about how, oh, I don't mind you riding my back. In fact, I actually kind of like it. Like, I, or something like that, where it's like, oh my god, just fucking... So weird! But yeah, so, yeah, this this is happening in the middle of this big... Turns out to be a crucial in, a, exposition dump for the end of the movie about, yeah, yeah the prune so, stuff. Yeah, the prune lady got recalled, and the vampire says <laughs> she also got recalled because she was ugly as sin. Which, if... Things get recalled because the mascot is ugly. I have bad news for everything in this movie. Well, that's what this this movie. Not again. It's also, not no, be... Bill. Sunshine was recalled too. Oh no. Oh no. But they don't know who recalled it. But it was from the same address. Whatever that means. That well, what was the address? It was Brand X. What? Brand X took his sunshine away. Why? Oh. Best to not explain it. Also, I mean. I know this show is not, I mean, this obviously movie is not trying to be anything realistic, but like, mm -hmm. I don't think the people who made this movie even understood, like, how recalls work or why they happen. No. Like, you, another company can't recall another company's stuff. Also, no. recall, because they say that, like, uh... You don't recall stuff, a product because it wasn't selling. That's, the, well, that, that, that's the other thing. Yeah, on top of the fact that another company can't recall another company's goods. Another company can't recall another company's goods just because the other company's goods aren't selling well. A company... A, a product does not get recalled because their mascot is ugly. <laughs> a, a, a product gets recalled because, like, there's fucking broken glass in it and the government says, you're gonna get your ass a suit off, we're gonna fucking shut you down if you don't yeah. recall all this... It's it's recall is not that the brand is shut down. Recall is that the fact that the everything that that of uh, every uh, instance of that brand on market shelves have to be recalled back to the manufacturer to be disposed of. It's literally a recall. It's not just like, oh, it's not like Crystal Pepsi didn't sell well, so they're shutting down Crystal Pepsi. That's not a recall. And also, Coca Cola can't be like, oh, we're gonna recall Crystal Pepsi because we think it's ugly. What the? F it's just what the fuck is? What the fuck? I hate it. Hey, Bill. <laughs> anyway, yeah. We did it. What happened? We're halfway through the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's got our first four-hour-long podcast. Jesus. Oh, and they even do... I, you know what? I should have known that fucking prune lady was going to show up at the end, because why else would they bother, like, rendering her face for her packaging design? Yeah. Yeah. So fuck the it. evil, like quote-unquote, hot brand Lady X is telling all the Ikes that... There are only two kind of Ikes, desirable and not desirable. 
Hey, we gonna ever see any of the desirable ones? I no? know, seriously. Great. Yeah. So they have to turn in any of the undesirables, and then the ugly Brand X lady eats a bunch of poop, burps, blames a koala, and we move on. All right. The thing that happens just right in the, 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 the director of the movie is just like we need we need garbage faced mashed potato lady to eat shit and blame it on a koala. That's a thing kids love. Yeah, and you know what? He... Actually, even though we're only technically halfway through the movie, we are through the the movie's plot because the rest of the the second half of this movie yeah. is just Brand X lady yelling not Nazi shit from the top of a tower while there's a war going on in the streets. Yeah. So that is the whole second half of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. We're six-tenths of the way through my notes. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, so yeah, you took detail notes into everything. Okay, yeah. One store, one X. One store, one oh, X. God, wow, yeah. high stakes drama. So the California reasons sing an attitude song about how they're preparing for a fight. A yeah, it doesn't even try mascots. to sound like an... It doesn't even try to sound like the oldie songs that the California Raisins no. are known for covering. But a yeah. bunch of horrible mascots get ready to do battle at the Copacabana. But oh no, Brad X cronies come in and say Dex has been discontinued. Which I guess is different than a recall? <laughs> and if they want to live, they'll send and be, swear brand loyalty to Brand X. So then they chant, Brand X, Brand X, it's simple and plain. Brand X, Brand X, it's different but the same. I'm sorry I gave that too much emotion compared to what they do in the movie. Yeah. But that's how they do it. Well, that's because it's it's we're supposed to be scared of Brand X because it doesn't have the delightful packaging, like, made-of-shit French guy or <laughs> melting Mrs. Butterworth's or... Or yeah. the guy that gets stuck in a cow's ass. <laughs> what, what icon was that? So they, they don't... It doesn't quite have the same ring as we're here, we're queer, we don't want any more bears, but okay. <laughs> So I a French it. nut says, doesn't sing it. And oh, it is says, he some, Yeah, because I thought no, it was a nut, up, but they say up, later he's made of cheese. Up. Yeah, okay, yeah. 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 Oh, well, uh, yeah, that was... Uh, th I was writing this as I was going. So a French nut, nut <laughs> yeah, doesn't exactly, sing yeah. it, jumps in the air, pulls its bare ass out, and farts in Brand X's face with a... Complete with a green fart cloud. Yeah. Comedy gold. Brand X pulls out a cheese cutter, and I guess that nut is supposed to be cheese. It's a cheese ball. And then it asks for help. And then Dex is there, says, play it. And then they're like, no, don't do it. And he says, play it. So the Raisins play the French national anthem, I think. <laughs> and then the mascots sing how they're UFC, I guess. I don't know. While Brand because... X chants their stupid chant. Hey, I'm glad we could rip that scene out of Casablanca without any of the in without importance any, of that. Of, any whatever. context. Ooh. Just because kids love... Obscure references to movies that were made 70 years before they were born. Mm-hmm. And, like, kids were not- kids don't know Nazis. Kids don't know the French National Anthem. None of this is gonna make- because even within the context of the own scene, it doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. Oh my god, like, I can see if, the, like, everyone in the- in the bar was singing a song that, like, like, kids would know, but, like, no! And... It's just poopy. It's just, it's yeah. Poopy. And this goes on for 10 minutes. It's like an ex like It's such a recreate that whole scene from Casablanca in the most yeah. immature uh, fucking and while, uh, ham-fisted way possible. While they're singing, all the mascots suddenly get spastic colons and start flailing around. Yeah, because it's, it's all just mess. like mo uh, generic motion capture. That, yeah. 
Dex oh. tells Brand X to go tell the Lady X that that's still his club and go to heck to heck. So Brand X says, <laughs> I will be back to pulverize you all. Okay, sure, whatever. Okay, yeah. Each side gives speeches. Very motivational. Dex has a plan. They gotta stop them in the store. They have to defend people everywhere. Remember their oath to protect and serve ourselves. That's a really Which? shitty oath, Dex. They re I forgot that that is A, their oath, and they repeat that several times throughout the, the, the story. Because they're icons, so they're just out to serve... That is not the clever, inspirational thing that this movie seems to think it is. Mm, oh my mm -hmm. god, yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, so he sends the flailing bad guys to... Oh, she sends the flailing bad guys to get Dex, who's now on a roof. And he shouts, FOOD FIGHT! And then everybody else is also on the roof suddenly out of nowhere. And they start throwing food down onto the bad guys. Which doesn't seem to really affect the bad guys all that well. But on the upside, it goes this... on for a really long time with the same music loop over and over again. <laughs> This is the next 40 minutes of the movie where the heroes do something that's supposed to, like, looks like it's, like, it seems like it's supposed to be doing something, but it doesn't actually do something. And the bad guys do something that seemed to kill everyone, but then the, then the good guys come back and do another new thing that seems to be winning the battle, but then the bad guys come back and do another thing that seems to be killing everyone. Like, the, uh, whoever made this movie actually didn't understand, like, how to like pacing, how, like, a, writing, animation. Well, even in a kids' movie like this, there should be like kind of a shape to the battle and like stakes that are set, and you can understand like, okay, we have to do this, and the bad guys are gonna stop us this way, and like you would like there even something like this where there's like different phases of the battles, you would explain what's going on. But no, it's just a bunch of random happening for the next forty minutes where it's just yeah, uh, just stuff. Yeah, they cheer. Oh. The Brand X lady sends out a whole army. Oh no, there's still half an hour left. That's I was watching this. I'm like, how? Because this is this is the climax of the movie. What's and no, because the, like the climax happens for half an hour because it's just constant yeah. this fighting shit. Yeah. They the, the the there's tanks with ketchup with hands that slap ketchup out. Whip cream rocket launchers. I did think the ketchup with the, with the ketchup they have to like smack the ketchup out. A that creative was one of the few person things could yeah. have made it all look interesting. But, uh, but no, and no. that is man, that is like even the scanning I through it now. So much it's just the icons get bullshit. peppered with peas. I think yeah, ketchup it's hard. causes explosions. I guess uh, killing so many poorly designed knockoff Ikes. Because you think it would be fluid, but like no, when the ketchup lands, it, it just going like turns and into going red, and, going and, going and it's just going and you get to see the same characters getting killed over and over again. Oh, so many times. And it's just man. that the evil lady calls forth her mos robot mosquito. She puts her legs on the edge, and they frame it so all the mosquitoes fly out of her vagina. Why did well, why they do this? I've never seen it, but they're riffing off of the graduate because she puts her leg up on the uh the railing of the the lady uh, puts the sends a bunch of mosquitoes out of her vagina <laughs> in the graduate oh yeah they they, they 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 chase hook out of the building and that's how it, and then he gets on a bus with the lady from uh, butch cassidy and that's and they sing hello grandpa my old friend <laughs> is that the name is that what the song is at the end when grandpa gets married it's hello yeah. grandpa my old friend yeah. uh, okay 
but yeah, but, but uh, yeah, for uh, some reason, even though they're trying to do a reference to the, the graduate, they have bees fly out of her vagina instead. Because I guess that's kids come running for the taste of bees coming out of your sexual reference from a seventy-year-old movie. I don't know. And then there's a joke where Dan's taking a bath in his plane. I guess I don't get well, it. Well, he's supposed to. So they send all the flying characters out to like combat. And I'm watching it now, and it looks like it's supposed to be one of the characters supposed to be the owl from the um. Oh God, Tootsie Roll Pops commercials. Uh, one of them looks like the Vlasic Pelican, but like you can't quite. I almost kind of wonder if they just snuck them in there with, without actually getting uh, a marketing agreement with. Like with the they'll pelican. never be able to tell. Because like they're in there so fleetingly, like like unless you're literally pausing the movie, you'd never be able to tell what they are. But yeah, so I guess the flying guys are sent off to fight like the flying robot things that we saw earlier in the film. So they blow oh bubble gums, which explode and break the mosquitoes. I guess. I guess I don't without know. damaging the heroes that are popping the blue, po- popping the bubble gum in their face. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess uh, somebody gets their shit kicked in real good. They barely fight back. The good guys do, which is how you build tension. I'm sure. Yeah. So they have to cut. All right, so uh, they decide that we need more plots. So they have to cut some power lines in enemy territory to start a lightning storm. This is confounding. They have to cut some power lines to start a lightning storm. It's, that's... So the shit weasel will do it. They can trust him because he's the most undesirable brand. I mean, yeah. Is that the excuse? Okay, I'm just watching it now. That's literally what they say. He's the most undesirable icon, so he'll be most able to sneak behind enemy lines. So then a song about how we won't back down. Fire in the sky, tears in our eyes. Oh, it is this, like, custom song. It is the most, As like... various Ikes put up tinfoil on top of buildings. What the hey, fuck? Hey, rem- I'm, g- I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go piss. I'll be right back. <laughs> go ahead. And... Oh, of course, that fucking gay chocolate vampire makes a tinfoil sculpture of Daredevil Dan. Uh, the hamsters, they make a... I think it's a pizza? I guess in reference to the Ninja Turtles? I don't know what the fuck is going on in this movie. It is just... Un- and, like... You could have... Like, I, I guess you want the movie to be 90 minutes long, because any shorter, you're running the risk of it not being a real movie, but, like... You could have cut most of this war because it's so repetitive. It is just the bad guys coming out with a different kind of war machinery. And like, okay, there's a thing where they fire ketchup at a bunch of generic bad guys and kill them. And it's it's, then it's whipped cream and then it's pickles and it's just... Oof, how you guys doing? I hope you guys are doing okay. I'm doing pretty good. Like I said, I just got my first vaccine shot and actually didn't seem to do much to me. Uh, Thank God. I get to go in a month and get my second shot. Uh, Apologies to anyone who's listening to this who's not in the United States because... Um, I guess despite being the some of the earliest, fastest spreaders of the disease, I guess America was also uh, some of the first people to get their shit together and actually get the, 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 the vaccines out there, so that's been good. Um, yeah, food fight. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Blame Dan! Daredevil Daniel! Huh? What? How'd everything go? Oh, he's great. Oh, my God. Fuck you. I hate fucking... Hey, you, also, you were going to do this at some I point. Know, that's I know. That, that's, that's the best part is I get to blame you instead of blaming myself. No. Oh, God. Anyway, so. So, so <sighs> anyhow, um, remember the fox? Dinner. I guess oh, yeah, he was... Fox. And now he's with the Brand X lady and is shocked she lied to him. I. She also shaved him, I guess. 
And then, then they're gonna cut out the farting frog's tongue, but the fox stops them because he's standing up to them now. What a great character, Arthur's yeah. And then he just runs she, away, though? Yeah, and she lets him because he'll be exterminated like the rest of them. Brandex playing drums? I don't know what those are supposed to be. Were those originals? Popcorn kernels? Just blobs of what's it? Gushers? I think, watching it again now, I think they're supposed to be jelly-filled donuts. I think you're right, because they spray, spray blue everywhere. But it's... I, I've never seen a jelly-filled donut with blue jelly, though. Like, it's no. usually, like, raspberry, right? Yeah. Raspberry. But it's, like, nuclear blue. Who knows? And this man. kills a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. Uh, Nightmares. for some reason... Yeah. Daredevil, not Daredevil, the fucking Dex Dog Detective only cares about the penguin who's in the middle of the street. Yeah. So, and he sees the penguin is about to be attacked by one of the flying robots. <laughs> a stupid penguin gets killed. The kid's kitten! And again, it's, I'm watching <laughs> it again now. You don't see that what happens. happens. The robot flies towards the penguin. You hear a big crunch, chunk sound, and suddenly the penguin falls over. It's like, ah, I'm dying! And, and then, that's. And then Dex says, no one puts polar in the freezer. What? Is that a reference? Is that uh, supposed is to be okay? like nobody puts baby in the corner? And so there's the fucking little dwarf midget gets run over by a can of dinty more beef stew. Then Dex uses his pricing gun to mark down the brand X who says he was just following orders. Where'd and everybody else go now? What's happening? He yeah, gets, and this is the part where characters just start to disappear because now it's the end of the movie, so I don't yeah. He got his wish, because Lady X told him she'd make him tall and thin something i don't know what something yeah dex is gonna pop her corn what? huh it oh, <laughs> sounds like one of her double entendres i hate it hit the coca <laughs> banana ikes are dying i guess well, yeah you get to see frenchy guy dex brings in the penguin's corpse we're all very sad <laughs> i'm watching it now like the corpse like he's like ah, he's like oh, oh actually, wait but then he's, not, he's dead. not totally dead but then no, his eyes like, are just hollow and lifeless so we think and, oh wait but then he Wait, now he's dead. <laughs> now he's dead. And then even then, like, he's just dying. And, this, and then this, it's so, so then, maudlin. It's then, so... Like, the, the, the filmmakers think they're really blowing you away with, like, the stakes of now this penguin guy's dead. So then and that then also, mm -hmm. uh, I guess the moose has a tissue box. And then Dex says, use the whole box. That's what he would have wanted. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, this movie's filled the, with utterances, but... Yeah. The nose doctor comes in and says the secret ingredient? It's that Brand X spoils everything. Or maybe... So maybe that's what the mosquitoes are filled with? I don't it's know. It's a deservative. It's the opposite care. of a preservative. So Dex goes and tells him to make an antidote. And then the vampire chocolate comes comes in and says all the lightning rods are in place. So phase two is gonna start. And then the, the bug mosquito things are refilling their poison at Brand X's place. So Dex wants Dan to fly him over to that building so he can shut it off. And Dan says he won't be once he gets in, he won't be able to get out. It's suicide. Then Dex has a vision of sunshine on the side of a building, <laughs> which made me do a legit snort out of nowhere. Because she's like, she's like, oh hey, and it's just from out of nowhere that vision. <laughs> Like, as, we have to, as if we do, we have to be reminded what fucking horror she looks like. <laughs> so then oh he says, God. like Sunshine always used to say, just do the right thing and you can't go wrong. M motivational talking and stuff. Yeah, Good. that kind of thing is what, what's got you, like, at the end of, like, a bunch of Nazis coming in and taking over your town. Yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, I hate he, it. And this he, scene he, goes on for a while with yeah. Daredevil Dan arguing yeah. with him. 
Oh. He tells Dan that if he doesn't make it back, he's got to take his place. And remember, the secret's inside. Huzzah! Uh, and I think that's the last that's ever gets referenced, so it's not even like, what? Okay, yeah. The poop weasel sneaks around, cuts some wires to kill the power, then the ugly brand X lady's there with an axe, but she gets crushed under a pole, and now there's no power, I think? I guess there's, there's no power? And well, doesn't it touch, like, the cut power line to the building? The, 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 the Brand X building, I think that's... And, like, the lightning going up into the sky is what... And also, like, the shit weasel says one last thing. To the, He does the thing where he, like, pushes his face in front of the camera to, like... He says something else, which I think is a reference to something, but I can't even begin to remember what? Uh, who cares? Oh, my God, I hate it. At this point, yeah. I was barreling through my notes and so fast. just like, yeah. Like... I mean, this is the end of the movie, so, so everything gets electrocuted except for... Well, and then... Uh, Dex jumps ahead. out of the plane, notes. but before he says he before he jumps out, he said, "Once more into the bleach, my friend. Once more." Hey, fuck you. So the farting frog tells him Moose that Dex's plan is working, but he's not sure how. Well, that makes all of us. So how did the <laughs> turning off the power make lightning? I don't know. But they put lightning rods on top of their buildings, which will keep them safe. But Brand X doesn't have lightning rods on top of their <laughs> buildings, which means they'll get destroyed. This Why is, is there lightning, lightning in a supermarket? This is a lightning storm inside a supermarket. Like, how does any... Like, I can see if, like, there was a thing where, like, the shit weasel was, like, going into the electrical system of the supermarket. But no, he was in, like, the shitty sewer that beneath the supermarket. But, like, it's the sewer that's scaled to the miniature icon people. So it's not like there was an actual sewer beneath the... It's just, yeah, don't think about it, but, like... Oh, I hate it. So Dex uses his hook shot to wrap a rope around some glass in Brandex's base, which he tugs on, and then the whole thing explodes. This uh, that it's a big yeah. tube filled with, I guess, their secret ingredient or something, and he explodes. It just, Problem yeah, solved. That's, now that's... to move on to Lady X, I guess. Hey, now Sunshine is in a chair being held hostage by not Literally, Curry. Literally, they just cut to that. It's like there's no process of him discovering she's that she's there. It's just suddenly like it just like it feels like a th we just skipped the chapter. Yeah. Uh huh. So while lightning hits the building, there's this building X. The lady X makes Dex get on his knees and she slaps him and he says, "I'm not gonna be the one. I'm not the one that's being puppy whipped. You cold farted itch." I had to, I put on the subtitles <clears throat> just now. Just, that is literally what he says. Because he wants to... Way to go, movie. That is the, the classy <laughs> move. Is have your character try to swear. But you can't... So he just says the most random collection of words together. That makes no sense. Doesn't even act like an insult. Mm -hmm. You cold-farted itch? Mm -hmm. Like... Oh, this... I, so, so she much. says, kill them oh. both. Just kill them both. Start with Sunshine so he can watch, and then she leaves. So of Dex, you gotta leave, because it's, yeah. Of course. And th then Dex pulls the rug, and that makes not Tim Curry fall over. So his Randomly, gun even though Sunshine Goodness is on the same carpet. Mm -hmm. Like, it then, only knocks over a fucking General X. Then the, the gun goes flying in the air that the General X had, and Sunshine shouts, Raisins, Dex! Throws him a raisin, <laughs> which he catches in his mouth, but then Whoa. he spits it at the gun, causing it to land in the bad guy, who says, Rufus isn't very fun, is it? I think I wet myself. It feels rather nice. And then he dies. Cool, cool, That's cool, it. cool. 
Cool, yeah. cool, cool. 15 also, more I mean, minutes. Cool, also, cool, cool. Also, uh, this whole thing, uh, like, the whole reason Dex is able to do that is because Sunshine Goodness is magically able to untie her bounds, mm -hmm. which is how she threw a raisin at Dex that spits in this thing. But then Dex goes over and then unties her. <laughs> like, she's magically tied up again so he can untie her again. And so yeah. then it's just... They oh, hug with all the emotions of a sack of spoiled hot and dogs. And then she's staring off in the sky behind his head while they're <laughs> hugging. And, and she, <laughs> sa she says, oh, Dex, I knew you'd find me. He did? He found you? He, yeah, it's uh, like, where was she for the last six months or what are they doing? But then, yeah, I guess this is where they f he figures out that, like, oh, the she's building's like, oh, collapsing around them, so it's time to stop and talk. Yeah, and he figures out that, like, they've been using her juice to make the poison. Yeah, Brandex took her essence. Of her sores. Of what? Um, because she's got, like, like, like an X brand on her neck. Like, someone, like, yeah. typed an X on her neck. And so uh -huh. that's how he figures out that, like, mm -hmm. they stole, stole her sores. The sweetness. perfume smell. That's why it was familiar. What the fuck is It was a perfume of a raisin smell, I guess. I don't know. They took <laughs> her Google brandy and made it evil. For reasons. They hug. And the top of the building goes completely sideways. Yeah. But don't worry, here's Dan. But the only way he can make it in time is if he does a loop-de-loop. -loop. Remember when that was a thing? Yeah, for Oh, Santa Claus the movie. That's what I'm thinking of. That's where the loop-de-loop -loop oh. became a plot point. Think he'll blow it? Of course he doesn't. He catches them. Woo, yay. He's Daredevil Dan. They land the plane. And now the man who sells Brand X is there stomping around in their land. Because someone ordered a recall. Did someone order a recall? Yeah, it's giant fucking... I guess, I guess this is a place you could take the story. Uh, it's never explained. Like, because presumably this is all happening at night, so I guess fucking... Uh, well, I guess we do find out that it's just fucking sexy bitch controlling Dex him and he's a robot. Dex sends Dan to go find Lady X, because he's got a bone to pick with this guy. So X-Man stomps around chasing Dex, but they use some rope and trip him. His face opens, and it was Brand Lady, Brand X Lady, what? the whole time. What an amazing twist! The movie yeah. tries to present it like this fucking giant guy, giant Christopher, like spasm, Christopher Lloyd is going to be like this big, like it's almost going to be like a Godzilla thing where he's stomping through town because he's chasing Dex for a while, mm -hmm. and then no, it just he just gets tripped over so easily and he falls over, and that's the end of this, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. Is like yeah. him falling over and his face cracking open. Also, and Brand then, X yeah. Lady was the prune lady because plot twist. She was and recalled she and blood ugly. How does she turn back into a fuck her ugly self? I don't remember. I think somebody. I think Sunshine. Wait, no, that she doesn't do that yet. They're like, how did you? How 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 you look so hot? And she says she went to Brazil. Uh, oh yeah. Ike's no. can do that. You can. I guess you, you can I pay. Know. Like I'm a tiny little lady. And then. And then back <laughs> back for her revenge, because people bought raisins over her prunes. And Dex says, how did you get in and out of the store? You're an Ike. But he flails his arms and spins in a circle <laughs> real fast when he says that? Yeah, he like pirouettes while what is... talking about this. So... I love it. I love, I love bad use of stock motion capture. It's the best. So oh my God, she I says, when you look like her, hum you can get humans to do anything. What? So did someone well, put her in their pocket? <laughs> like what? She, she says size she only counts for men. What? <laughs> yeah. X will be recalled, but she'll be back. She still has her elixir, whatever that does. And Why? I guess. But it's very one-sided because the moose says the boss would never hit a dame. Very progressive of you, movie. But Sunshine says, Ah, 
do it. <laughs> and they fight, I guess, and they look like two That's... marionettes got tangled up, and they're just kind of slapping together. Sunshine chip slaps the ugly back onto her. She literally falls on her butt. Mm-hmm. She turns into this fat thing with like saggy tits and everything mm-hmm. like that. And, and she again, says all she ever wanted was Dex, Dex and world domination. And he says, Bill, he says, Bill, he says, and Bill, he says, frankly, my dear, I don't give a spam. Because <laughs> it says, it's <laughs> Bill, he says so. that thing. Because oh, it's, 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 so spam going to sue? <laughs> so they take, they take her away to the expiration station. Oh. And I guess that's that. That's the. <laughs> The Are fox they going to email back. her back to this? I what? The, I don't know what the fuck, yeah. The fox comes back, so he's cool too now, I guess. <sighs> also, the nose doctor found an antidote, <laughs> and it'll bring all the Ikes back to life. Yay. Magically, they yeah. saved. Uh, they all saved each other, because the secret's inside. Inside all of them. The secret is also poop. This movie is poop. So Dex proposes to Sunshine. He says and- the secret's inside, and then he motions to his butthole. And he starts pooping, and like, and now he's like, the secret's outside. It's my cinnamon cave. So. No! <laughs> so, anyway. then at the wedding, he stomps on a carton of milk, because I guess he's Jewish, and the joke well, I is. Do, I do like the characters are like, is he Jewish? Yeah. Yeah. And then the joke so is, Dan calls him kosher, and then Kung Tofu says, Soy vey, who knew? And then the credits That's... start rolling, but then they they, they, ha- they sprinkle in some scenes that were so good they had to put them in the credits. It's like, like just like watching the cannonball run. Sunshine wants to see under Dex's hat. It's just another hat. It was a funny joke. The moose and frog cry, but the penguin gets horny. I don't know. <laughs> the cheese ball oh, guy yes! tells the milk lady that he farted on the General X, which I guess she's into. The Coco vampire dances with some hippos, cows, things. I don't know. Testicle hamsters dance to some Jewish music. That's a thing you could do. Dan hits sure. on some poser models, and he says, Give me some sugar, sugars. Hell yeah. Awesome. It's finally over. Man, that's how you go out with a bag. And the last song says, I can't believe this has happened to me. And I agree with that sentiment. Oh in, loving memory of, in loving memory of Robert Klein. What did Robert Klein do to these people to deserve that? Wait, who's Robert Klein? I don't know, but this movie's dedicated in loving memory of them. I know the name Robert Klein. I don't know. Also, Robert Crumb is not dead. He's not? Yeah. At oh, least okay. the last... You texted me earlier this week to say... Oh, I... God. He's a theater dude? I don't know. Oh, wait, Robert Klein's the... Oh, no, wait. Oh, wait, no. Robert... Was it... Is Robert Klein not a comedian? Who am I thinking of? According know, to uh, this, I, Robert Klein is an I I, uh, I don't know wh- who gives a shit. It doesn't who fucking gives a matter. Shit. I st- I told shit. you I told you that it's a shame Art Crumb didn't live long enough to see the late to play Resident <laughs> Evil Village, but I guess he's still alive. Robert Klein is comedian. He's that guy. Is it because the guy who plays the gay gay chocolate bet stole Robert Klein's shtick? Did they legally have to pay Robert Klein because that guy's like pretty much just Robert Bobo Robert Klein? I don't know, I'm man. confused. I don't what know. are we this... talking about? We're talking about how this movie sucks ass. We're talking about Food Fight. We talked about Food Fight. Food Fight, go fuck off and die. <laughs> mm-hmm. You piece of shit, get the fuck out of here. 
Oh my god, of course there's a shitload of Chinese animators uh, credited in the in the credits for this thing, because... I read that a lot of the animators, <sighs> oddly enough, don't put this movie on their resume. Can you... Oh, why, why would you ruin your career that way? The film oh had a $65 million dollar budget and made 73000 at the box office. Man. I wonder if that's even before... Because, like, the only way it was released was because... Yeah, I guess there's no reason for the... Because it's the insurance company that now distributes the... The movie, so there's no reason why they would fudge the, the the numbers on that. So I guess that must be, yeah. The the Ching Ching Animation Studios is. Oh my God, Jesus H Christ! Yeah, that's Jesus H Christ. The fuck a, was that? I think I got hit by a car. I feel like a frog farted on me. It's hey, our know? world. The the fucking food fight theme, Bass Hogs, featuring <laughs> PJ. Get the fuck out of here. Hey Bill, you want oh to hear something God. amazing? Yeah. I disliked Tomorrowland so much I stopped watching it and watched this instead. <laughs> to work on Food Fight instead. So wait, did you even know, like, how did you know what happened at the end of Food Fight? Because we did a blow-by-blow. Blow. No, yeah, I was watching with the um, Tomorrowland for the art podcast, and I was like, oh, I fucking can't watch any more of this. So I started watching Food Fight and taking notes on it instead. That's how I felt about Tomorrowland. Oh, Robin Klein. Oh, in Robin loving memory. Klein. So, I guess that's... Also, catering provided by Marmalade, Earth, Wind, and Flower, and Swingers? I don't know. So they, they, did they eat at a strip club? Was it one Probably. of the strip clubs where they bring steaks to you while a lady's like... Her, ha her roast beef is hanging right over your ham sandwich? So I heard... Uh, the, the reason this movie's so horny is because the animators would just animate horny shit just for fun and laughs, but then those fucking director Nobody's paying idiot, attention? No, the director idiot was like, hey, that's fucking awesome. Put it that's in That's great. People love... Blue Bunny? Blue Bunny? I just had Blue, Blue Bunny. Bunny for the first time yesterday. Energizer Bunny. Charlie the Tuna. Mr. Clean Swiffer. But yeah, okay, so Vlasic got Duncan Hines, Hungry Man... Oh, so there actually is a decent number. Mama Celeste Tootsie... Oh, Tootsie Roll is credited. Hormel Span... Oh, Hormel... Ah, fucking... Okay, anyway. Mr. Bubble was in there? Yeah, I wow. saw him at one point flying through the sky. I, I guess he's just a pink blob, so he can easily get lost in the background, but... So, yeah, so you didn't even finish... So, at what point did you check out of Tomorrowland? I can't remember. <laughs> I think in the middle of the house fight. So you never watched? Okay, yes. Yeah, no, so... I watch. I watched all of Tomorrowland. I just took a break from it to do oh, this. Oh, I see. So you haven't watched this in a week. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. You need to recharge your battery. I just finished watching this last night. Oh my god. I told that you is, to yeah. watch it in chunks. Yeah, I think that is actually the worst thing we've ever talked about on the podcast. I don't know if you agree, but that's. I'm gonna throw that down. Victor Vittoria has been unseated as. Well, like, I, like like we've said with other stuff, like, if there's different levels of, of bad and, like... Yeah, there's, it's, it's, but I think this is just, just in terms of, God, like, yeah, because... I, I, you can, uh, like, obviously Neil Breen is worse than Victor Victoria. That's the thing. And, like, I know it's, it's, I hate to sound all angry review about, like, this is the worst thing we've ever seen, but, man, something about just... Oh my god. Like, I w uh, like, like I've said before, I will never watch Victor Victoria again because I hate it so much. But yeah. I, I, if I had somebody 
to watch this with that also appreciates terrible movies. I'd watch this again with them. Yeah. I mean, but if anybody the... was like, want to watch Victor Victoria, I'd be like, no, no, get out of here. I guess, yeah. This is one of those movies where it's so bad it's... Oh, man, it's not even good. But it's no, not, it's the, not With, good. like, The Room yeah. and Trolls 2, yeah. where it actually is worth checking out. Just Like, if you got high or drunk beforehand... Yeah. Sure, it'd probably be a... But it's one... If you watch it alone, it's always going to be depressing. <laughs> well, that's what yesterday... It's just... Also, like, like when I, the first time I watched the thrill, I was like, should we just do a, like, a, a watch-along with this thing? Yeah. Because the room... That that was the amazing thing. So I, thing. I debated on that, but then I was like, man, I don't want to have to watch this whole thing again. Yeah. But the, I, the, the room is one of those rare things where we're watching that for the first time with friends... I was like, holy shit, this this actually lives up the most of the hype that I heard about. Yeah. Because that was just, holy shit, that was nuts. But yeah, but you can't do the same thing with Neil Breen, because Neil Breen is just so miserable. It's mm -hmm. just bad, but it's not so bad it's good. But, like, unless you're, like, on Best of the Worst or something like that, but depending on who you're with. But, yeah, Food Fight, holy shit. <laughs> Have I ever freaked out about Freaky Flickers on the podcast before? So. This is something that was rumbling right around the city. Like, I think even before Food Fight started making the rounds. This is something that never came out, but, like, it's... it's it, you, it almost looks like it was made by the same people as Food Fight, where uh, back in the aughts, there was somebody who invented a toy called Freaky Flickers, which were just, like, little, like, monster balls that I guess you're just supposed to flick with your finger at other people. Mm -hmm. But, like, they were trying to make them collectible, like, Pokemon. And so I guess they tried to make a movie out of this little toy line they made. And it was supposed to be, like, the adventures of the Freaky Flickers and the quest for the Golden Flick. And they put out a couple trailers for the movie, and it looked exactly the same caliber as Food Fight. Hmm. Where it's just this, like, weird sexual innuendo, terrible CGI, complete inability to understand how jokes work. But, yeah, no one saw the finished film, because I think they also claimed that their movie was stolen, and that's why that never got released. There's a weird thing with... Like, terrible CGI kids' movies produced in the aughts by producers who have more money than sense, who then claim, when their movie doesn't turn out very well, they claim it's stolen. Like, it's a, like it's almost like a little subgenre of entertainment unto itself. And, but yeah, since that movie never came out, all you can do is look up the trailers, and the trailers, the trailers look fucking disgusting. Mm -hmm. But... <laughs> Yeah, I wish I could do a. Uh, I wish somebody would like release whatever they finished of the Freaky Flickers movie online, so we could do a double feature of Food Fight and Freaky Flickers. But mm. oh my god, yeah. So that's that's Food Fight. There's not much else to say because like you could look up no. stuff about the making of this film, but like a lot of it's contra uh, contradictory. And I whatever the, like this yeah I, the story that, about how the movie got stolen, they had to scratch over start it from scratch. Sounds like bullshit. Like there's there's some money laundering involved here or something like that. Like. Yeah, this... And, like, it blows my mind that the guy who created this is still working in Hollywood. Like I said, he's a, he's he's making money off that Mortal Kombat movie that's coming out. He's, like, a listed producer on the next five Avatar movies that are coming out. Holy yeah. shit. So talk yeah. about failing upwards in Hollywood. How the hell... Oh, Hollywood is not a meritocracy. That, that If you learn anything from Food Fight, it's that. So, oofadoo. Yeah. Oofadoo. Well, speaking of oofadoos... Christopher Lloyd's in this movie. Yeah. Not that Christopher Lloyd's not above a paycheck. He's been on plenty of garbage too. But holy shit, how do you get yeah. Doc Brown in this shit? Yeah. God. Anyway, he fought Kirk. 
So, so what are we talking about next week? Yeah. Next week, wrapping up Awful April with something that is proportional to the money spent making it is also probably one of the worst movies ever made. I don't know if I can even say it. It's The Rise of Skywalker. We're talking about the last Skywalker so, first film. So, Ugh. I did Awful April this, this year, and you did Bill's Vendetta this, April this year. <laughs> I had to get it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's the because I had a whole list. And next year we'll we'll go back to regular program of Bill choosing just you know. But that's the because I I was looking up other awful like what else was on my list. Oh, because uh yeah well Skycat I felt bad because I got invited. Somebody invited me to be on a podcast mm-hmm. uh, like a week or two ago. And they were like, here's a list of my movies that I want to talk about. And like, I didn't wasn't interested in any of the movies on the list. But like, the one thing they had on there was Sky Captain. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll gladly go on and talk talk shit about Sky Captain. They were like, oh no, but I like Sky Captain. And I was like, oh no, I didn't realize. Because <laughs> I fucking hate that fucking movie. <laughs> but yeah, it was like nothing in trouble, Cat in the Hat. Yeah, like my other. I mean, I had other actual awful April choices, but like that was even some of that stuff was even too much for us. Yeah, at least right now, because we just did. Did we just do the Grinch this last Halloween? Uh, Christmas, I think so. This last yeah. Um, Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. So next time is Rise of Skywalker. I was trying to avoid it and never see it, but I guess. <laughs> so after that, then we go back to it'll be Rise of Skywalker, and then mm-hmm. back to our regular program- programming with it'll probably be Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, right? Correct. Okay. And then we'll probably be doing. I think we'll be doing Giant X Men number one mm. as my first project back to regular programming. And then yeah, so I think mm. so. Okay. I I'll have to send you a file of that because I doubt you own that comic book. It's true. Oh my god. So yeah. He's That's mm-hmm. it's our world. It's He's our life. <laughs> He's Mudder on Twitter. The group on Twitter. Target podcast on Twitter. Targetpodcast.com. Share it around. Like it. Whatever. Don't watch food fight. Watch it. I don't care. Yeah, it's out there though. Like I said, it's just look there. up on YouTube for at least the time being as we're recording this on uh, Sunday, April 18th, 2021. It's on YouTube. Bill was just on another episode of Retronauts. Go check that out. They talk oh, about yeah. Godzilla. If you and we're actually hear, supposed to be recording a second episode later on this week. We're going to be talking about Godzilla games. If you want to hear what uh, Bill sounds like when he's knowledgeable about a topic and remembers things, it's a weird, weird thing to do, but you can listen yeah. to it. Well, sometimes yeah. I remember a thing. Sometimes. Oh, God. That was fun. I, I the, the, the the group we record with on Retronauts has been pretty fun so far. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and we, like I said, we record later on, again later on this week, which, yeah, we have to talk about Godzilla games, which there's not that many to talk about, actually. Especially games that released in the United States. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, give that a listen. Um, there's no high energy way, way to end food fight. It's... You sound like you've been drained. It's only, it sounds like you got attacked by the gay vampire bat. Oh. <laughs> I think that's all you're. <laughs> we'll wrap this up. We've already been at this for over two hours now. So. And you remember, yeah. if you want to know what makes our podcast so dang good. I see what's inside. How do I not just put a big fart sound at the end of that? Did you la- listen to last week's? W- the podcast is officially over now. Did you listen to the Tomorrowland last week? The, yeah. the actual episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always <laughs> so Make when, sure everything copacetic. When I, I did with the trailer break, mm-hmm. and the George Clooney says, You wanted to see Tomorrowland? 
Well, here it comes. <laughs> and then there's a fart. Uh -huh. I laughed so hard at that when I edited it. I was, I was just so self-satisfied. It was, And it's not even that funny of a joke, but I had a good time. Yeah, God, good. the end of that episode spiraled out of control in the editing process. But anyway. God, okay. I'm going to stop. Thank <laughs> you.